Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 75. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got old Scotty. Spot me a titty for a double-double at Timmy's, eh? Oh, hey, and we've got Diamond. He's here. <laughs> What's going on? And we've got the other Zabo. We've got What's Mike up, Zabo. What's up, eh? Ooh. It's the other, other Zabo. There's two other ones. Well, one of them doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with Danny? Dude, that Ooh. dude's making t-shirts and driving jacked up trucks. He ain't doing shit. <laughs> Man, he's living his best life. <laughs> Chris is like, that speaks to my heart. That's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do when I'm done with this. Right? This guy's spitting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, speaking of spitting, um, anybody got some new sponsorships? Mm. The dispensers? Is somebody sponsored here? Come on, the... don't hold back. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Chris. What? <laughs> did you quit and re-sign? No? No? Mm? No. Did, did you, Kevin? Mm-mm. No, no. Same old, same old. Hey, Gucci, did you quit and re-sign? No, nope, no, nope, not me. <laughs> so it's got to be Scott. Scott. Who's the new Scott? Nope. No idea what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> so proud of that sponsorship. <laughs> no clue. I mean, I was trying to bring this into an A main topic. You know what I mean? Oh, oh I see what you did there. I see what you did there. No, congrats, dude. No matter what. What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, okay. I found a t shirt in my closet. What are you talking about? <laughs> Apparently, you found a couple of them. Yeah, I had two. He didn't do his laundry. He's like, I need a t shirt. Oh, hey, man, there it is. I'm just saying, baby, baby Cade needed one too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just, yeah. Having a t shirt, trying to help out. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Keep your secrets then. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jeez. Three weeks, from, three weeks from now. <laughs> oh, well. Well, Kyle couldn't join us. He's off uh, down the river with a case of beer with Mike. So he will not be here tonight. He's helping him build that 580. Yeah. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing this. This is like another case of the, yeah, it'll be done by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like my gasser. Cool. <laughs> oh my. I got a heavy case of the Kyles on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you need Ron to finish it for you? I need someone to kick my ass and make me finish it. Mm. I requested his present is a must the next show. It's kind of like one of those things, like one of those passwords that if you don't log in every 30 days, you pretty much get your account locked. So I thought you meant like a safe word. My bad. Mm. <laughs> safe, safe word. word. <laughs> oh, crap. Nope. All right. I'm going to get this show on the road, Kev. Let's do it. Mm. All right. First things first, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading, streaming, and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Gooch. Please, for the love, please get through your weeks early or fast. Yeah. Can we thank the people that pirate the show, too? Sure. There's people that like, that's cool, too. Listen, if they pirate our show, I'm all about that. It's fine. Hell yeah. I mean, I make the same amount of money from them as I do from the guys who download and stream it. Hell yeah. All you guys on LimeWire and Napster downloading us, thanks. <laughs> Napster? I did not. Wow. And by the way, that virus is free. <laughs> Keep on giving. That's right. <laughs> All right. I'll make it quick. 
So, been flying a lot. Yep, I say that every time. It's true. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I'll make sure to just railroad you next time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, been flying a lot. I oh, used to know. just just fly like I don't know six to ten flights a weekend if I'm lucky. I've been shooting for three to four flights per day. Doesn't mean I fly every day, but like I'm averaging somewhere around you know fifteen to twenty flights a week now. So I'm how getting... long are the flights though? Well, <laughs> and are you good yet? If I'm if I'm flying the the Scorpion Puma or so Puma One, I could get about eleven minutes of flying, low head speed. Hmm. Uh, on average, I think I'm able to squeeze about five minutes, five to six minutes on either Puma, more or less. And today, I actually got to fly the 589. Mm. And I realized that I flew it without the control, tail control rod support being tight. And I never perfect. plugged <laughs> I never plugged the, <laughs> the drain, uh, the tank drain plug back in after I fueled it up. <laughs> so the whole flight today, I was running at 2050. It was not creating any pressure in the tank. Nice. Oh my lord! Oh. It ran really good, so it must be really rich. Shit, taking power. <laughs> well, it was probably rich as shit and becoming lean as shit because it had no no pressure going into the tank. But it, it ran good. I had fun with it. I'm actually it wasn't bad on 580. So today I flew it on 580 bytes. Tomorrow I'm gonna try to get put the 600 XFs on my switches. Nice. So. Yep, I don't, I really have, you know, I'm not Mama Cleo, but I am foreseeing this heli not, I'm going to do my best not to, but I think it's not going to make it through the throwdown. Mm. I think it's going to be. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't yeah, that they don't have parts there. yet, bro. You can't do that. I know. I, I, but dude, it's like I was flying today. Thank God I, I flew it off the hill. So I have like four feet below ground. Because it was so much fun to freaking just dog it. You just fly the heck out of it. So um, I'm going to try my best. But I think that's going to be, um, you know, my go-to for the throwdown, the Ohio Heli throwdown, which I'm getting ready for, which will be next week uh, or this week when this uh, releases, July 14th through the 17th in North Jackson, Ohio. So far, keeping my fingers crossed, the weather looks good. Not a repeat. Uh, anywhere close to what it was last year. So I'm actually pretty excited about that one. So uh, BK Hobbies is coming through with, uh, looks like it's going to be potentially two kits, servo, blades, motor for the raffle prizes. Uh, I'm looking at about 40 to 50 pilots again. Um, At least 15. We have about 15 of those that are coming with campers. Two kits? Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's like more than Urcha. Like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we, what we made, are getting? So I know one is a raw 589. Okay. The, nice. The other one, we're still waiting to make sure that we could release that information. If you, if that makes any sense. It does. So I think it's you know Dang. this year we shot for quality, not quantity. Uh, make it simple. We do have, we even, even when we got, you know, Mike's friends from Canada coming, Dima and Diego plus one. So there will be three Canadian pilots coming down to us from Toronto. So I can't wait to fly with Diego. Yep. 
Well, it was funny because Dima is like, hey, I have, you know, my friend Diego is coming with me. And, and I didn't, I really, it didn't click who Diego was. He's like, but, you know, can he be in the throwdown, the amateur throwdown competition? Because he's not sponsored. And I'm like, well, I'm not really doing the selection of deciding if it's an amateur or not based on if you're sponsored or not. I'm looking at skill, right? <laughs> I'm trying to keep everybody kind of in a level playing field. So then I, you know, I've, saw a video of him flying his XL in Toronto, I think it was, with Dima. And he's blistering that heli. I'm like, uh, Dima, no, man. Like, I, I can't. I'm like, <laughs> you, you're fine. I think you're kind of in line with, uh, you know, with your skills to, to be in the amateur throwdown. But Dima, there's no way. He could do this, the competition, the speed competition. We do drag racing, actually. So Chris... And Diego are out to battle for the throne in the speed competition, the drag racing competition. I wake up every morning and look at that win on the wall. Really? I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm getting ready. I mean, the guy is bringing his, what, his TDS? Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Just the head speed, you'll be fine. Uh, Go so, until it blows. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah so right now, we have pretty much everything is set up um, for the event um, next week. Actually, I should have the raffle prizes. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? I have the the uh, the competitors for the amateur throwdown. There's five of them. I think I'm, I'm holding it there. I just need to get the cash out because the competition, the throwdown competition, will be sponsored by ours. We yes. the heads. Again, so, and I don't, I don't think I have decided what we're gonna do for the uh, drag racing, but we'll, we'll figure something out for that one. Hell yeah! And we will have, as of right now, the judges for the throwdown is gonna be Matt Boros, is gonna be uh, Tom Herb, and it's gonna be Chris Diamante. So I think we have like three generations of RC pilots hmm. that will be judging. So that will be pretty cool. So I know who's gonna excited. sponsor the other part. Do what? We're going to sign up Freefall to sponsor the other part. That'll be, what do you think they're going to send? They'd we'll get, just make an IOU. Really? And then they'll they get can a sticker and a keychain. Just a tip? Yeah. <laughs> Tech tips for the winner? Here's a sticker. <laughs> you get a meme made of you. Yeah. Yeah. Free memes. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, or oh, two things. So, autos galore. Uh, let's see. Fourth uh, of July, I did two full flights. 4,500 milliamp packs in my Puma, and I did nothing but autos. And I'm kind of getting them. So then I kept flying. The last flight of the day, I'm like, I'm going to do you know, a sport 3D flight. I'm going to end with a nice auto, like a nice sliding auto. And I definitely twisted Puma DOS. I <laughs> dropped it because oh. it, it stopped on like kind of like a dip. And it had just barely any head speed, and it tipped over. And I'm like, crap. So I came to the conclusion, this is the one that runs minis, that we don't have those theta minis are pretty darn good because it delaminated the blades. It bent the swash plate, yet the servos are perfectly okay. Nice. So it's those minis so far so good i have roughly about what 15 flights on it and they've 
they pretty much performed. So it's awesome. so far so good. Um, so yeah, human DOS is on the table, but we'll fix it. No big deal. And then last but not least, you know, this is kind of non heli related, but it is kind of heli related. I bought a camper. Yes. What? No stinky feats and farts for you. No nope. way. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bought get? a, I got an apex nano remote. So it's 16 feet. Um, it's got a little doggy door in the back that you could slide like Heli's generator all through the back of the camper. Okay. So you don't have to go up and down the stairs. Um, the bed in, in the back actually kind of lifts up. So you could like actually slide in a, a bike through there or a canoe or whatever. More room for activities. Yep. Um, it comes with like, it, the, the bottom is enclosed, so it actually could go into like colder temperatures. It even has, it comes standard with the, uh, warmers, the blanket warmers for the tanks. So you could like take this thing out, like in like below 40 degree weather, no issue. It's, it's not going to freeze in, let's say a night or two. It's going to do shit. I never even considered that. Yeah. And then, uh. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's 2,932 pounds dry, fully loaded is 3,800. But the nice thing about it is that it has a 50-gallon freshwater tank and 35-gallon black and gray water tanks. So that's kind of like puts me in that range where I could go to an event, let's say Friday, Saturday, and leave Sunday, and I could have plenty of fresh water for my showers and not have to worry about it and even using the bathroom a little bit here and yep. there. Sick. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats, dude. Yep. So first event for that one will be the throwdown. So Wait, let's nice. see how it goes. Yeah, what are you throwing it with? The flank? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so the, what people Flexing. don't realize, the flex, so it's 4,500 pound capacity, 450 on the tongue. And it already comes pre-wired with the brake for the brake controller. You're so all they me. have, yeah. So it, you pretty much all you have to do is slide the controller into place, and then they splice into the the wires, or you plug it in if you have the adapter under the dash, and you're ready to tow more than two thousand five hundred pound trailer. Dude, that's literally five hundred pounds short of a forerunner. You said forty five hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's five hundred pounds less than my forerunner does. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Hmm? More capable I, than my truck, and I paid I paid like what sixteen grand for that flex, thirty six thousand miles on it. All right, all right, quit flexing. Uh, I'm just listen <laughs> with the flex. <laughs> yep. So I mean I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, the only concern I have really with the flex really is uh, it's got sway control on it already. I think what I'm concerned about is the the rear sag. So I might have to put some of those uh, airbags. You know, like that you could pre-fill them with a compressor in your driveway to, you know, assist a little bit with the, with the, with the sag, but go fully ride like a Volkswagen. I could, I mean, I'd be flexing, I'd be flexing hardcore then. Wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. I come in with a low rider or I could go, you know, 10 inches off the ground. Rolling into RCHO like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll uh, let you know how it goes. First trip is going to be in more or less a week from the release of this. So, that's awesome. Yep. Congrats, man. That's all I have. Nothing else. All Who's right. Have it? Uh, you don't have much, do you? I, yeah, let's just blaze through mine. Mine's easy. Uh, 
my Puma is still not done. Puma dose. Uh, my Nitro is still not done. I still am waiting for my ESC to come back from Germany. And I went to Myrtle Beach last week with the wife and kids uh, last weekend. And it was just, uh, I don't know, four nights I think we were there. And uh, had a good time. It was at uh, the Lakewood Campground Resort. Uh, a lot of water stuff, obviously, the um, with water slides and pools and the beach and whatever. Um, but uh, not, no reason to go too deep into that. It was just a family trip. That's all it was. So I really haven't done anything heli-related, sadly. But uh, anyway, hopefully Scott will save us. What do you got, Scott? Maybe. But first, can we all like agree on different languages for Puma numbers? Because we can't all have Puma dose. <laughs> okay. Like, can you have like... Puma do or Puma uh, Puma do Puma do Puma do. I'll, we'll we'll go with Puma do. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Puma do and Puma dose. Yeah, there you go. Puma do and Puma don't. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Puma don't. I like it. I like it. You need stickers now. Fuck yeah. red and yellow. Is this a rash a lot? Oh lord. Puma don't. Oh lord. Okay, well I could go with that. That's a good All right. Here yeah. we go. Um. So my entire fleet changed again. Not shocked. Yeah, every every big helicopter is different. Um, what do you got now? Now, in, I don't know how it happened, but I got a brand new Kraken kit, which I haven't even started building. Um, I got a RAW, which I've crashed twice already. And it's not even been a week. What? Yeah, dude. Plowage is all I'm saying. And then I got a three-blade RAW. And nice. I don't know what I'm doing with it. What Kraken did you get? Oh, uh, I got the blue and yellow lightweight one. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So okay. basically, I think, yeah. So when one of the helicopters, he who shall not be named, that I was experimenting with just to prove that a all-in-one package kit helicopter can fly just as good as the other stuff, um, when it decided to deconstruct in the air, um, I went ahead and went into Shannon's trailer. And Shannon had a uh, a brand new Kraken kit sitting there with my name on it, so mm. I went ahead and accepted it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, how do you feel about Nitro? I mean, would would two Kraken airframes, one being the yellow and blue, and the other being orange, and like extra side frames, Ooh. ready to go, two Nitro airframes, cheap? Oh, would you be interested? Call me later. We'll do it. <laughs> We'll do it. He's never gonna financially recover from never. this. I'm, I'm already underwater beyond words, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll uh yeah, we'll talk. Me and Ben are trying to offload some stuff and uh he uh he has the yellow airframe and I have the orange one and uh we were just gonna sell him as a pair and uh sick get him out. No, so. you're selling all faithful? Yeah, yeah, she's gone. Oh, we'll give it to faithful. Scott. Scott will put her through the paces at RCHO. That's why I like being here. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Okay. Cool. We'll talk. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, like everything changed in my fleet except the logo 200. <laughs> I've discovered when you put it in a box and hide it on a shelf, you don't sell it because you forget it. Forget it's there. That's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? That's a good so I still have 200. I think it'll stay this time. That's great. Fuck. No, now that I said that, it's gone. Probably not. Um, <laughs> somebody's already gone. bought it. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> PayPal went ding. 
Uh, gonna try out some of those black torque servos. I went ahead and ordered a pair of those uh, super special blacky boys. Did you? Yep, got a T box. I want to see uh, see what that's all about. I like the idea of maybe programming the servos. So hmm. I have this vision of having a totally neutral V bar setup with all zeros, at hmm. least for center, and having like perfect numbers on either side of a setup, and just see if it makes a difference. Because everyone's all like. You know, it makes a difference if it's, like, more one way versus the other, and I never really believed anybody, but I also never spent the time to make it perfect. So, in theory, if I, you know, center the servos digitally with their own trim, yeah, the fly bar list can be totally hunky-dory happy at all zeros and all even numbers. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Really interesting. Flies different. Awesome. Uh... Other than that, I've been focusing on trying to keep track of uh, weight loss and staying on track, uh, eating right again. I had a little bit of a party month, let's say, but managed to maintain the same weight. Stayed hovering around the same 240 pounds, so I got another 40 to go. So I'm trying to get back on that bandwagon a little bit. Yeah, dude. Knuckle down. But I am pleased that literally not caring about what I was doing, I maintained weight. So That's good. That's a bonus. No, no gains are good gains. Right. Uh, yeah, then Dragonfly. Mm. So I missed the last show. Very sorry. It was because the Dragonfly event. I took Thursday and Friday off work. Literally sitting there on Wednesday, and I go, yeah, no. And I send an email out to everyone just saying, oh, reminder, I'm off Thursday and Friday. Funny, reminding them of something I never told them about. But <laughs> <laughs> regardless, here's your reminder <laughs> that I will not be in the office Thursday and Friday. Uh, yeah. Went to go hang out there. It was an awesome event. John Titus did a really good job. Um, he wanted to do a little different this year. So normally you raffle off with like pilot tickets or whatever, and you you draw it out of a bucket, call a name, and give them the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So what he ended up doing was he gave everyone a ticket, but he wrote everyone's name on the tickets, and then he would go through and pick all the people that weren't sponsored. So you know if you had a sponsorship, your name's in the trash. Sorry, you get cool free stuff already. But anyone that wasn't sponsored, he'd just go through, pick a name, go get something, and go hand it to him, or call him up to, to center stage to get like something for free. That's so cool. trying to like give back to the people that don't already get stuff, sort of thing. Love it. Yeah, it was cool. And because he did it that way throughout the entire day, it didn't take up like an hour and a half or two hours of everyone's time standing around listening to names. Mm-hmm. So it was like more of a surprise for people, and it let everyone else kind of still enjoy themselves while it was going on. It was pretty cool. Kind of low-key. Cool. I liked it. <clears throat> um, auto contest was awesome. Uh, people were actually starting to bring the heat. Uh, normally, the auto contest, everyone's like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to do it, but a lot of people signed up. A lot of people did really well. Uh, being sub 10 inches from the cone was pretty common. And Monty actually won. I think Monty got like four inches or something. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah good job. Yeah. I watched He's only been training for, for like five years. <laughs> but he did good. Like He's probably practicing awesome. every day. <laughs> yeah. uh, three practicing weeks him. out, he's practicing every day. Yeah. Any any cool blade stops like sub ten feet like me? Uh yeah, I mean there was some pretty gnarly blade stops <laughs> to crash. Uh, <laughs> so that was that That's was awesome. Fun. And then I think his name is Mike. A guy named Mike does all this scale stuff, and I found out he's located right in Charlotte here. So that was wild. He's got this like 
turbine Chinook. He's got a bunch of turbine Robinson R22s, some other stuff like a Bell 222. Um, but my favorite thing was he had this remote control helipad that drove. Mm-hmm. So what he'd do is he'd take his helicopters, he'd put it on the helipad, drive it out into the flight line, fire them up, take off, land back on the helipad, and then turn around and drive that back into the pits. So it was a real cool setup that he had, but immediately when I saw it, I went running over and I said, hey, what do you think about someone doing an auto to that box? <laughs> <laughs> and he just chuckles and he says, well, I think someone already beat you to it. And I was like, who? He says, Raja. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that fucker. Of course. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so what did he do? He said, well, he auto to it, but it was moving. I was like, yeah, okay, I mean, that's what? cool. But what about an inverted auto to a moving one? And he was like, if anybody can, I'm like, <laughs> let me try. All my beer. Well, yeah, it's like that. An opportunity to destroy my shit? Let's go. Um, yeah, so he, drove, he literally sat on it, rode it up the center stage, hopped off of it, we put my heli on it, took off, he drove down one side, came back, I went up, did a big loop, inverted auto, landed on it first try. Awesome. But everyone was like, first what the hell? Try. You should only do it once. Like, do something harder. I was like, oh, maybe. But, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I was proud of what I did, and everyone's like, oh, do more. I was like, no, guys. Like, <laughs> I think I don't want to be a crash or something. That's why you can't get a first try, because as soon as you get first try, everybody's like, oh, well, that was easy enough for him. Now we got to up the ante. Exactly. And I'm like, no, the ante is fine where it's at. <laughs> Blade stop. Get it back and land on it. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. I'm not trying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was cool. Super awesome guy. And... uh Oddly enough, like the following weekend, I was out flying at my local field up here, which is just a you know little planker field, city owned. It's nothing crazy. But some guy was telling me about this guy that drove a, a scale platform out and took off and down in this fun fly in Charlotte last weekend. I was like, no way, I know that guy. So he's <laughs> definitely getting out more, which is cool. I don't know where he came from. Like he came out of the woodwork hmm. this year. That's awesome. So I'm hoping to see more of that guy. Um. Other than that, last thing is Lamont. Awesome, awesome dude. Love that guy. He shows up. He brings a night rig, night blades with um, with some zip-tied glow sticks. And he was nice enough to let me fly it a couple times, and I had so much fun. I have to have a set of night blades. Like, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. So, I know that's gonna, Gucci and I, okay. we've discussed doing something like that before, but I, I haven't. I think, Gucci, you have your night magics, but yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but it requires like a dedicated setup too, you know. Well, not this. Yeah. It was you know, zip glow stick, zip tied. Well, true. And I like true. flying it just with night blades and the tail. Like that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm really? doing? Yeah. You could do it. I just for me, like I I realized that I needed something on the boom and I need something on the canopy. So my mm-hmm. plan, it's all zip tied. Like I I have a you know a string of LEDs and I zip tie. That's it. I That's put, not a bad idea either. No, and then I have everything else, like all the wiring and stuff. It's all Velcro right on there, on the on the lower frame. And I'm going to do, like, the canopy I'm going to do for LEDs that is going to be with LEDs on it and zip ties, small zip ties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the one that I have. It's, it's cracked. It's from a crash. So 
I'll just have it like that. And if I want to do it for daytime, I'll just clip the zip ties and put the, the daytime canopy on it. So it's not, it's dedicated, but it's not, you know, it's not like that's how it always can sit. So the whole zip tie with glow sticks, I was like, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Cause that's easy to convert back and forth, you know? I like that. Dedicated, but not like a baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, yep. That's good. No, that's cool. That I saw I think I watched a flight of Lamont flying that heli. I'm like, that's pretty cool setup. Yeah, that's gonna be my new like part-time obsession this year is night flying. Because mm-hmm. like I like flying under the lights, but there's something about shooting big air in the pitch black and just having like a, a light up heli to fly. Like it, it's really peaceful. Mm-hmm. I, I think you why. should actually come to the Ohio Heli throwdown and fly it because Lamont is coming. Um, when, that's this weekend? Next weekend. So this weekend when we release, so the 14th through the 17th. I'll, I'll even people talk to your people. Okay, let's, let's chat. Yeah, we'll chit-chat. As long as you don't have stinky feet, we might be able to work something out. Oh, well, that's a game changer. <laughs> Worst case scenario, I send you back 30 minutes to my house to get a shower. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need a shower. <laughs> Oh, you're going to ask your feet? Damn! Yeah, man. Mexican shower. Yeah, let's chat. Oh, my God. Oh, we go. what, yeah. uh, what town is it in Ohio? North Jackson. North Jackson. Jackson. North Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> yep. See how long it takes to get there real quick. Eight hours. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? It's only two more hours. <laughs> <laughs> what? It is coming from freaking north of the border, for God's sake! Oof, look at that. That's uh that's a trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't expect you. I know, like even Jay, Jay was supposed to come. He can't make it. So, yeah, man. be cool. I mean, you did though. Your boy is coming. Would be cool. I'd love it. Who's my boy? Your your boy, Mikey. Lawrence. Mikey. Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he said he's coming. Oh, shit. Yeah. He can't even come to the local field on the weekends. Uh, maybe he gets lost on the way to the local <laughs> field. He comes up to Ohio. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's cool. I, I think it's cool because I, I definitely, you know, I love flying with you guys, you know, from, from the south, right? The so, south. Yeah. If you find it in your heart, maybe, maybe you get, you know, our boy Eric, too. Oh. He's kind of like, eh, you know. I'll tell you Man. what. I'll call him out right now on the show, here and now. Eric Shu, if you drive me there Friday evening and bring me back Sunday morning, mm. I'll go. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> you just get that button in the car, and I'll put the Subaru in drive, and we'll go, buddy. Where yeah. are we going? I don't know, but the GPS will tell me. No, I don't know. It's Ohio. We'll drive for tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if he drives, I will literally feed him Taco Bell while he drives. He just needs to like lean over and I got you, boo. Oh yeah. He's you a know he'll do but... that. You're in trouble now. <laughs> um that'd be cool. Do a, it, a good old Gucci drive by. He was there last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all I got for my week. We yeah, Dragonfly. Gosh, I should have went to that. Regrets. 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 Sure, I drove from Ohio to New York, picked me up, and then we could have went down. Next one. Let's pace ourselves. 
Okay. <laughs> no cells. Uh, who's next? Next, yeah. next. Chris? Me? Do or it. Or you want to? Yeah, do it. Quick. Okay. Uh, mine is pretty quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm retiring. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So, yeah, I'm retiring. I'm done. Oh, Lord. Here we go. I practiced this week, and it came mm-hmm. out horrible. I literally went to the field and it wasn't good. Um, I'm sorry. Right. Where are you practicing? Mm-hmm. That'd suck. So every <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of practice for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he was born good at it. Uh, All right, give us a lowdown. What are you practicing and what what what's the, what's the problem? So I was practicing F3C, which actually wasn't too bad. Charlie even said it looked alright. But that's Charlie. Come on. No, Charlie is... has an eye for this all of a sudden. Like, Charlie is, like, hard on me all the time now about this, which, I mean, is good because I need somebody to, like, tell me whether I'm doing good or doing bad. You can call F- me and tell you. <laughs> tell me I'm crap all the time and I'll just start living at the field. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be really good. Yeah. Wax on, wax off, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, and then F3N, I don't know what's going wrong. I was practicing knowns, like, literally, I think I just needed to, like, step back and take a break, because I was practicing knowns all this week, even today, and for some reason, I can't figure it out. I was trying to do this maneuver called 001, which is, like, four loops in, like, four different ways, and you reverse it. I pile-drived my Kraken in trying to do the one coming back towards me, and I just can't. I just can't get it. And then the worst part is I'm sitting there and everybody in my field's like, oh, it's starting to look good. Like the knowns are coming together. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's starting to look horrible. I don't know what's going wrong. So I got a serious question for you. Yeah. Are they really called knowns if you don't know how to do it? No, they're called shooting blanks <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Hoping you get it right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, they can't be called knowns if you don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the thing that really got me like out of the swing is I'm watching all these guys at Global, and I'm just like, damn, I wish I was there. <laughs> why were so, you? Why? Why? Why did you even do that? Because you just, I think it's just a bad, a bad week or bad weeks. You know, it happens. Bad, it's bad week, and uh, yeah. So I think I'm gonna take a breather for like the next two or three days and try just it again. Go. Just come to Ohio and beat the shit out of the helicopter, old school. Just freaking annihilate it, fly it without seeing the helicopter. Just, just have fun. Without seeing it? I did no. that in my field. <laughs> yep. Don't do that, because the flight lasts like three seconds, and then we got to rebuild <laughs> shit. True. No, I'm taking stuff, I'm taking blades off of one heli, put them on the other, so that way the other heli can fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a really yeah. fun night. That was you missed Ohio, man. I don't know what was in the Ohio air, but I flew like ten times a night, no issue. No way. Yeah. He was fly he was doing hurricanes and he was opened them up so much, he was like, Yeah, I don't see it there. And then it was swished by us and you're like, Yep, there it is. And go back <laughs> out. And then it was just like, Yep, I don't see it again. Oh, there it is. And I'm like sitting there like, dude, like I I mean, and this is not hitting us, so we're good. And that was like the first night, right? And the uh, by the second night, we got the third light tower. So we have three light towers, and that was pretty legit. Because you could see all the way to the tree line in the back. I mean, it's probably two, three hundred feet easy. That sounds so, so fun. Yep. 
Yeah, then, but they don't tell you that the heli blends in with the trees, so I'm doing stuff like, <laughs> right, by, like right around by the trees. Like, there it goes. And we're back. Yep. So, it'll be fun. All right, so you, you think you need just a little bit of a, a cool-down period, huh? Yeah, I think I need to let off, like, it's going to sound weird. I think I need to let off the gas a little bit. That's I'm a thinking, real thing. It's a real thing. But the thing is, I've never had this, like, issue before. And maybe it's because I've also never... F3N was something I never practiced until, like, I've been practicing this hard for, like, two months now. Usually, I wait until it's, like, a month and a half, like, a month away. And then I think it's just because I've been, like, practicing so hard on it now for so long. Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, maybe I'm, like, starting to, like, burn myself on it. In the great words of Paul Andrioli, you're burnt toast. Burnt toast. (laughs) Yep. And uh, yeah, so now I gotta now I gotta redo a crack before I go to Ohio. <laughs> Was it the Kraken S? Yeah. The three blade? No, two blade. Oh, okay. Whew. It wasn't bad though. It broke the skids and broke the bomb cards off and kept flying. Nice. <laughs> so you love pulled that. the Scott Graham. <laughs> yeah, literally. So like, I came that it, like came past me sideways, and I just I'm like I'm like this is way too low. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get out of this. And as soon as I get a pitch, it just like whacked the skids, and I see the canards just fly off. I'm like, well, still flying. Nice. I don't know how we're landing this, but still going. That's and funny. Then, and then thanks to um, thanks to Kevin and Daniel, all week a nitro has been sitting in my shopping cart, and I almost pushed by like do five it, times. do it right now around. on the yeah, show. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, right now. Do it right now. Turn yep. on the computer. Do it. Yep. I was like, I was like, I I looked at it and I'm like, I don't want it. I really do want it. And then I'm like, I'll have to think about it because I don't. I'm, me and nitros don't go hand in hand. I think and you then, just need to stop being a sourpuss and just do it. Yeah. And so we'll, this we'll show is going to be no commercial. We just want to hear you log on the website. <laughs> click, and go, click click click. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put on some like elevator music for the commercial, and it'll be you buying the nitro. Yeah. Uh, Type okay. through credit it. card number and everything. Yeah. Yep. Say it out loud. <laughs> yep. Say it out loud. Write this down. <laughs> yep. Thank you, BK Hobbies. Yeah, you should just do it. Mm-hmm. It's yep. been long enough. You need to. Yeah, and the worst part is I have everything. I I even went and got the heli that all the stuff in, brought it into the shop took everything out of it and so i have everything sitting here right in front of me do it it's, it's meant to be mm-hmm. like i mean that's all i mean maybe this is what you need maybe this is your the cure for you not you know fucking up some some no unknown unknown maneuvers some nitro <laughs> some nitro yeah brings you back to to the roots man brings you back to where it all started yeah there you go okay cool. enough of the rant Sorry, you need to buy that heli now. Yeah. Now? Maybe commercial break. Yeah. It better be bought before the end of the show. Yeah. We have a guest, though, and we're neglecting him. <laughs> yep. Let's lead into Mike, because he's, he's got some weaknesses. He does. He does. Weak- he's got longer lists than you, Gooch. Not know. But it's mm-hmm. good stuff, though. He's yeah. going to give us the, the, the Canadian club crash version of what actually happened, not the cockamamie you know, review that, you know, Chris, Chris Diamante did. Yeah. yeah. What a shit show that was, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Sheesh. Without further ado, <laughs> tell us how, what you've been doing the past couple of weeks this is. 
the past couple of weeks, um, finished up airbrushing my Kraken 700. So that I've been working on for about a month and a half or so. So that uh, was uh, quite the adventure, to tell you the truth. So it's something new, but uh, done. Uh, got myself in about, I guess, about a dozen or so flights around the house. And back to Club Crash. So literally the came off that event a couple of weeks ago with Chris. He came down with uh, Nick's Mac, Nick Maxwell. Um, and working on this stuff since, I guess, about january or so with uh, the group of the organizers talking about stefan lewis myself nick um and the boys and we had just truly a hell of a time figuring out whether or not it's going to go on or not um the prep was off the charts just because of the pandemic and not knowing what the hell was going on uh, a lot of the stuff that we had to deal with with regards to that was you know are they coming are they not coming uh, can they come in? Can they not come in? Uh, is it going to happen? Are we going to have another outbreak and blah, 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 and all that business? And it was truly something that was off the charts. Challenges that we hit with regards to the, the, uh, uh, the event itself were, and I'm sure you're seeing it across the board, but uh, stuff that just is no longer available in terms of manpower and help, things that were given for food. I don't know if you guys are doing that with the Ohio event. You're seeing that kind of stuff as well. but food events people that that were coming uh all the time uh you pick up the phone and call them we're no longer there uh we were we were absolutely super lucky with regards to sponsorships i think we ended up with about like chris was saying uh in excess of about seven or eight thousand dollars in 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 uh in gifts and stuff from bk uh eco drift scorpion uh progressive rc uh Rotor Quest kits, the whole nine yards. Booze, we gave away booze, boys. How good can wow. that Oh, man. Now, now you're talking. Now we got to go next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they didn't just give out booze. They gave out a box, like a big box. <laughs> no. Like two people won. Two people won. And each person got this big box of booze. 12, <laughs> yeah, 12, 12, bottles, 12 bottles each draw. So we had two draws of 12 bottles apiece going, okay, well, how do we, you know, how do we make it outside of outside of helis right so some of the people that show up as spectators could purchase a ticket and there you go and it was a draw and then they show up on the on the saturday and yeah guy you're giving away booze it's a win-win you know nothing nothing wrong with that no uh, and while i was at the event so first chris and uh and nick watching these boys okay i'm, I'm gonna stroke you a little bit here chris so enjoy <laughs> please do but, dude no fine <laughs> You can you can you can watch Kevin. It's okay. No, but dude, awesome, just awesome. I mean, I've come to. We've run a couple of events. I've come to events. I've seen pros, and it's always it's kind of like for the guys who play guitar. You're watching Eddie Van Halen. You're going, damn, you you can play. You know what he's doing, but you know you can never do it. It's just phenomenal to watch. So, like Chris was throwing down. And I'm convinced I am his voodoo doll. It is official. Um, I know he was gentle on himself, but he crashed all weekend every time I filmed his ass. So I'm going, <laughs> no, okay. no, literally, literally oh, just behind me. It was like, bam. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. So first, first day, go up there and I'm going, okay, I'm going to film, sneak up behind him sort of thing. And I'm crouching down. And I'm going, yeah, boom. I said, okay, not not so bad 
And then he does the tandem flight with Nick. I'm going, awesome. Okay, I'm going to film this. And then he floats off. I believe he threw a belt. I'm like, Yo, come on. <laughs> he puts his stuff together. He tries to put it up in the air. And this thing's shaking like a wet dog. He's like, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, okay, I'm not going to film his ass anymore. Perfect. And everything was everything was perfect. I'm gonna stay in the st- yeah, I'm gonna stay in the stands. Um so I listened to the the, the show last week and uh, I had to kind of I think we have to to do a couple of corrections. Oh Chris, uh, so, come on, man. Yeah, no, Jesus Christ, Chris. It's it's memory. You know what I mean? Like mm, I'm old, okay. it's I'm going yeah. and I sent Gucci the video, Chris, just in case. So yep. you know, we'll get to what? it just <laughs> What video? Yep, we got the video, Chris. The, the, the analysis, you know, discovered through the video editing, unless it's, you know, Mike is really good at computer, you know, imagery. Is, yeah, you you hit the blade, the, the main blades first. Yeah. You, is it not the Kraken ass? Three blade. The three, three blade. blade. Oh, three blade, yeah. That was blade. Oh yeah! Now you're backpedaling. Oh, <laughs> hmm. proof. I actually had to go back because he was already using. Oh, it was a tailblaze. I said, "Shit, no! I gotta take a look at it again." I totally went. No, it looked like the mains. I said to the Gooch, "Gooch, main blades, right?" He says, "Yeah, yeah, mains." <laughs> <laughs> not like not like a, just the tip. He went in deep. No, if you, I actually have the next shot. You can actually see the, the tips of the blade, like fifty feet in the air, like above the hell. I'm like, no, no, no. God, I feel like I'm in court. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else are you gonna correct? Because there's a few things that you gotta correct this boy yeah, on. I agree. So one was you were you were talking about um, Melon. Uh, I think it was Melanie. Uh, Melody was saying that they, Rebecca. You that re- I'm gonna correct you. It's Rebecca. See, done. Well done. We're even now. <laughs> Bingo. So far, so good. One one. Where he says Quebecans. No, it's not Quebecans. Quebecans is no, it's Quebecers. So when you and you guys were talking about, so if you're living in Quebec, you are a Quebecer, hmm. not a Quebecan. It just sounds like a bunch of Quebecering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another correction. This I think this was Christmas. bunch of snowflakes, right, Scott? <laughs> the weather? No. Damn it, you no. guys. <laughs> I think this last week was Kevin when you were talking about how or the pronunciation between Quebec or Quebec. Yeah, I mean, I always yeah. heard Quebec, but Chris was saying so something else. You're both right because one is French, one is English. So oh. when you say Quebec, it's basically how a French person would say it ah. Quebec. And whereas Quebec or Quebec is the Anglophone version. So you're right. There's two pronunciations. We'll do that. Mike right? has done his homework. Oh yeah. Hey, listen. I was, I was listening. I said, oh, I got to correct these boys. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> now, Sounds like a Telluroto show. <laughs> double, double versus one, one. We're going to teach you guys some French terms because Chris said he's going to come back forever. And you guys, I was talking to. Uh, to so we need to learn French. Said, okay. Yeah. Oui, oui. <laughs> You don't, yeah. You don't need to learn a lot of French. It's just the basics. There's only a few okay. basics that you need. Number one is you got to learn. That works. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> you got. You have to learn two numbers. How to say? How to count to two? So, hmm. un, 
is like a grunt, like you're getting a shot in the stomach. So it's uh, right. Mm, All right. Okay. Do is two. Do. That's it. All the rest, the important French terms, are basically basic food groups. They're all the words are the same. So basic food groups, no translation needed. Hot dog, hamburger, cheeseburger, you're good to go. Okay, okay. All right. So no need for anything. And then we get to the Canadian French version. So coffee is calf, A. There okay. you go. You, you, you're set. Helicopter in French is helicopter. So air, just add air yeah. to the end, helicopter, and you're good. The okay. two essential swear words in French are, yes. this is what you need, because you are going to crash. All you have to do is follow Chris. <laughs> and film him. That's right. <laughs> with the camera, with the camera. So I'm going to teach you the hard one, and then I'm going to teach you the easy one. The hard okay. one is three syllables. Tab, like a tab on, a, on, on, on an Excel spreadsheet. Arnak, tabernak. That's the equivalent of fuck. Blue, right? And the last one, the other swear word, is Chris. Literally, Chris. (laughs) So if someone crashes in in, in Quebec, it's tabernak, Chris. That's that's it. So you just scream out Diamante's first name, which is kind of apropos for the crashing, and you're good to go. (laughs) So every time I introduce myself, I was cursing them out. Sake, sake, sake. So they're just going. Chris, you, he thought that they were cheering them on. In reality, they were swearing. I see what you did there, Mike. I there see you what go. You huh? did there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, and the last is just the amount of work that gets put into these things. Oftentimes. Is not really realized by the by by the folks. So uh, if you've run an event or you you've put them up, uh, people show up, but it is crazy. Five months to get that done, and uh, Chris, Nick, hats off to to the both of them. The one thing that I do have to say is, uh, um, like when Nick flew, I actually have to bring that up. I I absolutely I I, I wet myself. Like I he did a hurricane at the demos. And when he came back around, so he basically does. He flies like a couple of inches in front of him. If you if you if you've not seen him fly, he does this one one move, and I've never seen it before. So I guess if I had the precursor, having watched a video or whatnot, and um, of course videos are not the same as live. But in any case, I'm doing like Chris, and he didn't crash because I was filming right behind him, <laughs> and. He's doing this white ass hurricane super fast, comes into a couple of feet with in front of himself, and just as he gets in front of himself, he does like an aileron TikTok and bark Chris was telling me and Nick was telling me is just to bark the blades. But damn, when you don't know this is coming, the skids in my shorts, I had to burn. That was <laughs> not fun. I was like, I thought I was gonna eat it. Uh, once he does it three, four, five times, whatever you're going, okay, I know it's coming, but when you don't expect it and you've not seen it, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's it for the, uh, for the event. As far as that goes, those were the two big things over the last couple of weeks that went down. So that's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing. Now we got the real story since Chris fucked it all up. Yeah. (laughs)
Jeez. I didn't really mess it up. Neck. Well done, Chris. Yeah. Can you um can you go over that again? I missed most of it. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're not getting invited to Toronto next year. I'm just telling uh-huh. you right now. Mm. And we're just gonna show up. I I told Mike. Mike was like, Well, there's part you know, like uh, you know, it's gonna be by invite. I'm like, listen, we're gonna show up, we're gonna fly somewhere. But not by yeah, no, it's not that it was by invite. It's kind of like Chris mentioned that it's every other year, right? So yeah. when we do it as a, a as an open open type event, but mm-hmm. guys, not a problem. We have room for your uh, for your camper now. Not an yes. issue. That's yeah. it. And uh, you can stick Scott's feet out that little doggy door. So in case you stick your feet, not a problem. Yeah. Dude, that would be so funny if I pull in there. Scott's feet are dangling. <laughs> Threaten me with a good time. I'll do it. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be cool. Let's do that going him. through the border. Have a seat hanging out the camper. <laughs> yeah, Scott's not allowed in Canada anymore. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think that's on our list that we we definitely might try this year. We're doing Arizona. Next year we're doing Canada. That'd be awesome. Going international. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now we cool know who the real Canadian is, and. Yep. Uh, that other Canadian, sorry, but you've been replaced. Yep. We now know that Mike Zabo was the real deal. Mm-hmm. So, suck it. Darren's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't come whining to me, wines. <laughs> Look, I got a picture of Chris with a bunch of Tim Hortons coffee at the front of his table. Looks like he's lost. He doesn't know what he's supposed to do with that. What? You had I some. Fe- I felt like I felt like such a. You had a double. There. double. You had a double double. He, he he had a whole case in front of him, man. A whole case, <laughs> donuts and coffee, two boxes. He went, here you go, knock yourself out. Wow. <laughs> and then I felt like such a kindergartner. They they made me feel like I was real dumb. <laughs> like this is good. This is like picking the stuff for me. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> they put a bib on you, Chris. Stephen might have. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. Actually, I, I hope that Stefan comes to Arch. I think it would be cool to meet him. He sounds like a really good dude. Uh, he is hands absolutely. down amazing. Everybody at Club Crash is amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, except when you guys rolled in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Oh, yeah. Anything else? Oh, well, uh, how about a new segment? New segment? We're gonna do this right now. Well, I mean, right yeah, now. we'll Damn. see. Yeah, I mean, it could turn into a new segment. It'd be kind of fun if this kept going. Um, but uh, okay. our very own Chris Diamante, he came up with the idea of having the public ask a bunch of questions from our community of heli guys. Okay. And we would answer those on the show. Now, uh, the trouble with this is, is that I know a lot of people are expecting real answers. You may not get a real answer. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Let's see what some people ask. What do you think? Let's get into it. Mm. Thanks, Chris, for shooting from the knee or whatever you were saying yeah. earlier. The, with this the idea. Knee. Yeah. From the baby, you shoot from the baby from the toe? Calf. From the calf. <laughs> from the calf. <laughs> it was leg day. It was like from day. the left butt cheek. From the, from yeah. left butt. Uh, so we don't have, we don't really have a name for this segment, right? No. But we did pull, we probably have like 10, 10 different questions. Some are yeah, you know, just just random questions. Some are actually legit questions. I think there was one that was like, 
more like a topic, right? Yeah. Well, there was a few so, that were like topics, and and we appreciate those ideas, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll we'll keep those in our back pocket for future shows. I mean, that that's yep. kind of a good idea too. But yeah, this was just meant to be sort of comical and and you know uh, to allow you guys to answer or ask yeah. questions to us. You know that uh, may or may not have been on the show or maybe has done fun flies with us before. You know that kind of stuff. So, but uh, anyway, so let's, let's let's start with a laugh. And who okay. is the best person for that is our very own fellow podcaster, Andy Ross. Yep. So Andy Ross posted, what can I do to fly more like McGrady? I'm tired of flying like a pussy. Hmm. What do you think, Kevin? Well, I think, uh, I think 32 years of anger would do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. To include many, many crashes. Yeah, right? he's got to stop being so damn laid back. He's got to get pissed off. Dude, there's no way he could do that. I was going to say, how do you piss him off? Sit him in a room with Ian for 24 hours. I guarantee you he'll <laughs> how be pissed. How do you pissed. piss him off? That's not a hard question. You tell him, no, sir, you cannot service your own John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> you must tow that bitch to the dealer. Mm. Uh, that might make him mad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 32 years, 32 years of anger. Yeah. Okay. Built pent good, up that, anger. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one, huh? What? Another podcast? Gosh, these guys, Jeez. like, I swear to God, they're coming talks. out of the woodworks. Yeah. So Cliff Lewis, old man Lewis. Let's see here. Where does the white go when the snow melts? Hmm. Mm. I mean, there's a quick one, quick answer for this one. It goes back home to New York. Yeah, Kanukistan. South Kanukistan, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I said it goes into a milk jug. Just saying, it's white. You know? Hmm. There's many answers for this. Yeah. You know? Um, anything else? What do, you, what do you think, Scott? That's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's everyone knows fact. When the snow melts, <laughs> it goes into milk jugs. That's how milk is made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the cows eat the snow and turn it into milk. Okay, so Billy Shaw, he's actually local to Ohio. He's actually, he's mm. the guy that I hung out. He was the only other helicopter guy that I met at the Flight Fest event. He's, and, he's the northern Steve Shaw? Yeah, oh, but okay. younger. Hmm. And he actually, like, he literally ordered a Puma on monday and he's got it built and ready to go today so nice four days yeah what's your excuse kevin yeah (laughs) (laughs) but his question how did you get your nicknames on the show Mm -hmm. Mm, scott you got a good one for this one huh my nickname my nickname apparently now is scott graham so i got that one uh february 7th on 1990 okay yep yep parents gave it to me Damn, you're young. Mm. Mm. Well, the quick answer is what? Kmart closing sales. <laughs> Just, you know, well, you know, like freaking blue light specials. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the process, takes, the process could take a long time or a short time, depending on your flying style, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we kind of chose it pretty good. Diamond Diamantes, diamond every time he flies. Fence post. I mean, we all know where that came from. He's like a diamond in the sky. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, emotional. Don't fun to, yeah. Oh, That's sorry. why he had no boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. You guys want one? Oh, Kevin, you are dying to do this one. You talked oh, to me the God, whole day about go. this. One. You ready? Do it. No. Uh, do different heli brands actually feel uh, that different, or is it mainly fly, bar fly barless unit programming, basically? So is he's he's wondering: Do XL Power Seven Hundreds versus Seven Hundred Aligns or whatever's do they do they feel different, uh, or is it just mainly in the fly barless? Hmm. What do you think, Scott? One hundred percent, undoubtedly different. Mm-hmm. Give us an example, like how? Like if you fly a Logo Seven Hundred, it's not aggressive whatsoever. It's not snappy. It's very, very precise, much smoother. If you fly it, if you try and fly it really hard and smacky, like it really doesn't like it. Where okay. when you fly like a Black Thunder or a Kraken or a Raw, like it's a much different experience. It's much sharper, much quicker off center, different feel. Is you can that fly what he, in a line. Is what? that what he was meaning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that's it was cool. just because, you know, like, I mean, a raw has a much bigger boom than a logo, so it hurts more. <laughs> and oh carbon leaf splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed the memo. Yeah. I mean, you got a point. You got a point. But actually, you know, Scott was trying to sound smart. So. Oh, well, he no, this, smart. Is a, this is a hot button issue for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we're being smart asses. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what happened to Scott? We wanted the old Scott back. Yeah, like, no, the raw boom goes in. It, it hurts a lot more. Right. Um, walk down bigger. the street goes, It's <laughs> 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 got more girth. <laughs> so, high level, we agree that different designs, helicopter designs, feel different, even if you have the same fly balls unit. Yeah. Now, yes and no. Yes and no. How no? I mean, the point of this is just swapping the arms on a raw. It feels different if you go from the 30 to the 26ers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's true, but you can get them all no, feeling pretty close, like, you know, with certain flybarless units. Let's be honest. Yes. No, man. They still it, have it, their tendencies. They yeah. do. I'm not going to, you know, and even if well, they're the same heli, like so even. Lewis is, I want to say. He's like just started yesterday, but he's an amateur, right? So let's not talk from the level of, you know, Kyle Stacy, you, Scott, or others that have been flying a lot of different things and somebody that's newer in the, in the, in the helicopter world. You hear that, Chris? Yeah, that's <laughs> me. He said, so, he said my name, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, I can, if I can chime in, guys, I can absolutely yeah. agree that they do not feel the same. I don't fly like Chris. I'll never fly like Chris. Yeah, but I, can but I can, but I can absolutely <laughs> say that. Yeah, they, they they definitely fly different. If and I can tell a difference between an Align uh, Goblin or whatnot, where they're set the same when I go in, tweak small differences. But there's definitely a different feel. Some may be very similar, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But there's definitely a difference. Okay, agree. Right. Yeah. So agree to disagree. Yeah. If you're a beginner, this is not this is not like something you should follow by. Like, 
like oh they are they're all gonna feel different if you're in like the beginning stages of flying they're all gonna feel pretty close to the same you're gonna notice a difference once you get to that like you're able to do more mm-hmm. like forward flying smacky style flying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep all unless right. you're talking like 120 degree swash versus 140 yeah yeah and there's a significant difference because mm-hmm. yes there used to be helicopters available with 140 back Mm-hmm. Years ago. <laughs> and, and even more so, I mean, it, you know, if we're talking XL power, I mean, the V1 700 uh, to me doesn't fly anything like the V2 at all. Like, not even close. Same flybarless unit, right? Same flybarless unit, yeah. Sure. So, what was it that really that you think made the big change, for example, in the V1, V2? Was it the CG? Well, the, well, the V2, the V1 is, is very typical helicopter last 10 years type helicopter you know where mm-hmm. the v2 i mean they they engineered it in a way to get the cg up and and you know the flip and roll rate of the v2 is i mean by far more aggressive than the v1 in okay. a good way you know so interesting okay yeah. that's a good one that could be a topic in itself mm-hmm. <laughs> it could well, we answered it because we figured we could have some fun with it. So, no, that was a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, our boy, Jimmy Tate. Oh, Tater. I mean, this this one was straight. Like, it was just meant to be that Scott was here with us tonight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jimmy Absolutely. Tate wants to know, and even more so, if you show up to the throwdown, you know Jimmy Tate is going to be looking for the answer, no matter May one or another. Yep. Do we still get five inches? <laughs> Only with protection. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you thinking? You know, like pull out, like yeah, double you know, like with double? protection and pull out. Ooh, double, double protection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, for Jimmy Tate though, like, how can you not say yes for five inches for Jimmy Tate? <laughs> Easy, because I only got four to give. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's an up to five inches. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe four, maybe three, you know, yeah. depending on the temperature. Is that what you're doing? Oh, my God. Yeah, temperature and uh, previous activities. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, we got, oh, the next one is good from mm-hmm. our uh, mm-hmm. listener and follower, Daniel Charbonnel. Damn, uh, Charbonneau. Daniel. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Something along those lines. I went with the French pronunciation of the last name, but he had, this is a serious question or a serious problem. He says, my nitro engine flies fine upright, but wants to quit doing a flip. I have new lines. What else could it be? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Kevin, you? Kevin has the answer. I'm going to let him say what? it. What? Yeah. Do you want me to yeah. say it? Yeah, you're the nitro guy here, so do it. Okay, I'm the nitro guy. So apparently the best that we come up with for an answer is put fuel in upside down thick. <laughs> no, no, that'll do it. That'll do it. Mm. You gotta I mean, hold I... the jug of fuel upside down. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, I heard they also like BP might come out with inverted fuel. Oh, you know, there you go. Never fuel. No, on a serious <laughs> note, this is a topic because it could be yeah, gosh, so many different things. It really could be a lot of things. That's that's very tough. Um, well, it could be fuel starvation. I mean, what kind of right? what kind of you know 
clunk is he using? Is it a magnet or is it a typical metal clunk like the, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, um, uh, doing a flip, it wants to quit. I mean, I, yeah, it could be a lot of things. Um, I mean, I'm thinking fuel starvation could be one. Two, could it be that it's he's actually loading the heli too much? Like, depending on how he's got it tuned, he's still Maybe running it's too rich. rich. Yeah. 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 And then. He, you know, he leaves too much pitch into it and just the thing, I, who knows? Like, it could be that he's still in direct throttle, you know? I don't know this. Yeah, that could be <laughs> too. You know? Bank yeah, one, come out one. of bank one, go into bank two, fixed. Yeah, bank like, four. it's it's hard to tell. It's like, it would have to be, like, in person or you could have yeah. to go through the troubleshooting process. Yeah. So We need more info. I'll, yep. I'll so if any, with you. We'll get it fixed. There you go. Scott Graham, take it to the bank. He'll give you five inches or five minutes. Yeah. Mm. Just Velcro the iPhone to the helicopter and I'll FaceTime with it in flight. <laughs> <laughs> He'll talk to the heli. He'll give it back. Yeah. <laughs> you see the, the, the uh, phone like leave the helicopter be like, yep, yeah, we need to fix this problem. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't crash me. It's, it's, an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting question and it's probably not an easy answer no matter how we look at it. It needs to be troubleshooted by somebody that could go through the process. So that's the best we could come with, Daniel. Sorry about not being able to fix it for you. <laughs> um, let's just see. too much that's involved. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you got this next one, because you really wanted to answer this question. Me? What? Yeah. Me? Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this, yeah. came, this, uh, this one came from my favorite person on this earth, Joe Reyes. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Joe Reyes. OK, what does he yeah. have, Chris? His was, uh, what is the Helly Head show? And my response to that is, uh, how about what is Team Ninja? You can't see us. Not a ninja. End of argument. Don't want to hear anything else about it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Done. Okay. Case Drop closed. Mike, walk away. Case closed. Hmm. Okay. Rob Call. Oh, boy. Ah, Rob. This, this, Rob. Love you to death. Mm. But this, this whole, like, let's redefine, you know, is the world flat or round or whatever, <laughs> cube. <laughs> but we'll, we'll entertain your question. We'll so do it. Rob Cole says, what if I, dot, dot, dot. I think he was, he was kind of still trying to figure out what the question is. Yeah. <laughs> mean, was, that, was, that means he was thinking. Yeah, he was thinking. It mm-hmm. only took like four dots, which I'm like, come on, man. You definitely like a hundred dots there. Yeah. Uh, what okay. if I mean... My friend doesn't apply the lotion because the burn feels kind of good. Is it? Is that unsafe? Hmm. So what do you guys think? Mm. No, this actually saves money. So happy tugging. <laughs> there you go, Rob. Oh. Uh, plum crazy purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Eric, just stop when it throbs. What, what is it, Robin? <laughs> Robin is gonna be, you know, ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call up Robin. That'll fix your problem. <laughs> Make it right. Make it politically correct. Yeah. All right. Well, next one, our favorite nitro person, Tom Sheehan. You know, he's got a valid question. Is Kyle Stacy human? Hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. It depends on how many Red Bulls he's had. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. What else? What else? <laughs> or if depends. he's flying his nitro at RCHO. Mm. Mm. With a 50 yeah. in it? 
Our CHO is a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that lasted not a long time, did it? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a noisy Wait. cricket. Depends. Have you seen Men in Black? Mm-hmm. Good point. Mm-hmm. So I think consensus that we had was that nope, he's not human. No. No. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, blast oh, Look who it is. Freaking yard sale, Mr. Mike Sobe. Mm-hmm. He's here. got he's got a very valid question. I think he really? listened to some of our older episodes. I don't think so. I think it's completely coincidence. So Mike Sobe's dying to know who farted. I'm going to tell you, you who farted. We all know it was Chris Barnes, and we all mm. know that he got it on some chick's teeth. Mm. Oh, God. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. I mean, she should be compensated for that experience. <laughs> There's probably not enough brushing to get that shit off. Oh. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who uh, who took the time to uh, put in some questions. Please keep them coming. Tito's <laughs> are not gonna. Yeah, I think every every week before a show, we should post that right yeah. and get you, you know, new stuff, uh, yeah. new idea, new questions. Just keep them coming. Fun. You can email yeah. us too. I mean, that was the whole point of the email. Like towards the mm-hmm. end, is like emails, you know, whatever. Get you know, questions. But this was supposed to be something fun, and uh, yeah, we'd love to continue doing it if you guys will keep the questions coming. But uh, yep. at this any rate, Scott, mm-hmm. you Yo. have a new setup. I will, and we can't I will let Chris only do, do this it. after I hear Chris give me one try. Okay, one, one try. try, one try. Chris, you one better try. make this good, man. I hope okay. you've been listening to metal so, like recently. Uh, uh, my uh, my music play has metal in it, just for you. Okay. Let me let me have it. What you got? Okay. <laughs> but this hot. Mm. Okay. It was good. It, it's not it, guttural enough, you know. Yeah. What, what do you think, Scott? G- give him, you know, your oh. rendition of it. Yeah. Go ahead and sit down, because I know you're probably lightheaded after that one. <laughs> you know, I gotta ice up after this. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot out of you. But uh, does somebody have an inhaler? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and move into Vazzy's heart! That's what I'm talking about, Chris. Oh, my God. Dude, you got to put some ass into it. I got a headache now. Yeah. Uh, mm. oh, no, oh, that just made my day. Not a lot of things. It was like watching Stranger Things with the Metallica <laughs> Master of Puppets segment. It made me fucking happy. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we were going to do Vati's heart. But um, somebody said, no, 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 we got to talk about the new Torque Black Edition servos. Mm-hmm. You know, so they took the reds and they said, hey, listen, sometimes you got to go black. That's right. You know, black and the they red. came out. Yep. These are just their their standard servos, right? The, um, what are they, like 100 bucks, 110 bucks. Right? right? Am I correct? Now, are so- they just repainted or whatever? Or is this like a new servo no they're, they're, they're just black but you know yeah. okay. are they ever going to go back <laughs> no 
the answer is no. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my guess is no. Yep. No, I, I, I mean, I think they just, they just changed the color, which is cool because, you know, like, I'm not going to, you know, say that, you know, some helicopters look cool to have the red ones. But sometimes, you know, having the dark color or, you know, blue or red or whatever color, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of options, you know? If you want to keep it cool. Makes it look slick. Slick. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Freaking, you know, kit. It's coming out. Um, Let's see. A line is teasing something? What are they teasing now? No way. I don't know, man. I saw a couple photos of an Align 550X, and they're, like, blurring the canopy and changing some colors and Photoshopping the canopy, all the old weird shape. So you think it's a 551X? Oh. No, I don't know. They're doing some SAB shit is all I'm saying. Okay. Wow. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's good that they're trying to bring something out because I don't. What was the last one? The They've been quiet right? for a while. The six fifty yeah. was, or there was that little P one fifty four, which I don't know why the they came up with the seven sixty two and the six fifty. I think you're right. Yeah, and then they came out with the little logo two hundred version, the T one fifty four, which I don't know how they came up with that, but whatever. So, 154? I thought it was a T15. Am I losing it? Yeah, whatever it is. Same the, thing. The, the micro. <laughs> right? The micro. The new small right? one. Yeah, but it's cool that they're, they're trying to come back, you know? Circle back. They're circling back. That's what they're doing. I get it. So, pretty cool. Uh, what else? What else? I think that was it, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. What you wrote? Woo. You guys oh, ready to take oh, a break? Because I am yeah. grief. Mm, I'm parched. Here we go. All right. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Maybe. Hey, everyone. This is Frank Moradeos, a.k.a. Way Less Doritos. I'm really grateful to be the new Maniacs USA team manager. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be working with some of the very best pilots in the world, such as Duncan Balsian, 2019 Global 3D Champion CD, as well as Aaron Wolf and Ramis Jacobson, to just name a few. When you're performing at this level, you certainly need the latest in LiPo technology with the most comprehensive warranties and one of the best crash replacement programs in the industry. Maniacs provides a huge variety of packs from 2S up to 14S with multiple three ratings ranging from 35C to 70C, which caters to everyone's needs and budgets. The best part of Maniacs is their LiPos come with a one year from purchase date manufacturer warranty, free of manufacturer defects. In addition to a six month crash replacement program of 30% off MSRP, six months from the purchase date. These batteries can be found at ManiacsUSA.com. Hope to see y'all at the next event. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned before, we have a special guest with us tonight. His name is Mike Zabo, all the way from Kanukistan. <laughs> and uh, we are glad that you're here, and we're going to do the get to know and ask you some questions. You ready? Yes, sir. Shoot. Awesome. Mm. Get out of so Gooch. Man, you know, so we know he's already from Canada. We only said it like 10,000 times. But right. where in Canada are you from, Mike? 
So born and raised in Montreal. And um, now I'm just on the outskirts of town. So about 15 minutes out, I moved out here about uh, 15, 20 years ago. So that's it. I haven't moved from there. And so what made you move? Like, you just like, I don't want to be in the big city. I want to go out in the country. So uh, there I was basically following the uh, following family. And at the time I was living in Montreal, I had a duplex and had uh, uh, my first my first child. And then wanted to get him out of the city, kind of like a downtown New York type thing going, you know what, I'm going to go to outside of Montreal where I don't have to worry too much about um, surroundings and what he or he might be exposed to. Went to the, uh, the what we call or label the South Shore of Montreal, somewhere where they don't have sidewalks. So you get there and you're going, it's so uncommon that you're going, ah, this feels like country. It's only 15 minutes out, bus drive or uh, off off a bridge, and you're there. And that, that that was the force of the move. And I had family out in that that area, so um, basically support for the youngin when when you're at work or whatnot. That was that was basically the reason for the move. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever mm-hmm. been on a podcast before? No, you guys are busting the cherry, so to speak. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Dang. So what do you do for a living? So uh, I'm a manager of credit adjudication team for a financial institution. Been doing that for, or part of that financial institution now for about 36 years. Um, deal with uh, uh, credit training for uh, for the group. So all of the credit officers that work there come through my team and we teach them the basics of uh, credit. and you know, what what you need to look for, what you don't need to look for, what's good, what's bad, and all that business. Nice. So, like four years longer than Kevin's been angry for. <laughs> Wait, I've, I've been I, I've been angry for thirty six years, dude. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> yeah. See, we're we're there. We're there. Uh, all right. So, other than RC helicopters, uh, what other hobbies do you have? So. Right now, it's obviously helis is going strong. Um, hockey, I've been playing hockey uh, for quite some time. Coaching as well with uh, coaching my kids, both goalie coach. I've been a goalie coach for a double-A team. Um, uh, fishing with the buds, I've been fishing my entire life, ever since five through whatever, um, and it's a regular. Uh, b- been active in scuba diving, so did that for a couple of years with uh, the same group of boys. Uh, guitar, bands when I was younger as well. Uh, woodworking. Uh, but the last seven or so years has been the uh, uh, helis, hockey, and fishing. Hockey and fishing have been the, the, the strong ones for Still play every Tuesday night. Um, wish I didn't. So every Tuesday night, at the end of every Tuesday night, I want to, you know, uh, scream for a defibrillator and uh, a little oxygen tank, but uh, <laughs> I'm serious. Too. It, it, it's rough. It, you start to realize it, but then it's lots of fun. So. Perfect. Hmm. So let's see here. So you got a little bit of a, you know, I think you might have been, how long you've been in RC world? So RC actually since probably about the age of ten. Uh, okay. My dad uh, had me started on the kitchen table, you know, balsa strips, doing building planes, and uh, he was in a um, 
a roller who's doing CNC stuff for train wheels. So uh, Amtrak wheels and all of that business. So he was very familiar with the, the CNC stuff. So he had built uh, hydroplane racers. So the boats, uh, RC cars, I did. Uh, enjoyed the building, but uh, man, feels like soccer to me. I, I could not deal with the uh, uh, building. Ton of fun. But left, right, go, stop, done. Uh, I don't get it. I don't know what the allure is to, to the RC cars. Building it was friggin' phenomenal. But as soon as I got out, five minutes later, I'm like, yeah, now what? Yeah. <laughs> it uh, happens. I'm, I'm the same way with RC cars. Like, they're, they last, like, a couple of minutes. You know, maybe the, if, I, if I jump one, I go like, ooh, that was cool. Let me see if I can break it. But that's about it. We got a hobby shop around the corner, and it's the same thing where I go in, and the business is booming. It's a huge, huge market. I just, uh, you know, to each his own. If you're in a hobby, regardless of the hobby, makes no difference. Wonderful, more power to you just for myself. Like I said, you know, building it, love everything about any of that stuff. But when it gets down to, okay, well, let's use the machine, uh, five minutes I was out. That's it. Did, did you ever race them though? Like, I mean, the cars or whatever? Or? No, no. And I, I think it was just the fact that, you know, I never got into There was never a, a large crowd. So, Montreal, as far as that goes, I guess it's a little bit different with regards to some of the RC stuff. Um, it's a small niche crowd. You kind of have to find it. And I guess at the age that I was doing it, it just, there's no one around. Yeah, so yeah. you would have to hunt them out and go, you know, who's doing this? Uh, and RC cars, no, I never raced them. It was just, as soon as I put it on the ground, took it off, I went, wow, for the second, just for, you know, your, your, your zero to whatever it did in, uh, in a little hurry. And then I was like, yeah, okay. To each his own. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I've seen some of the stuff. I think they have drift cars and all of that business now where you're looking at it, you're going, it's impressive and it's fun and they're doing the jumps and all that business. But uh, I guess if you're in a group and you have the surroundings and the, the people that are with you, wonderful. But I, yeah, I think that's a large part of it. Like even with drone racing, right? I mean, it'd be pretty boring to go out there and race by yourself every weekend, you know? I mean, if you have friends with you, though, on the other hand, that's probably a lot of fun, you know? That's absolutely what it is. If you got the people that are surrounding you, regardless of the hobby, and again, I'm not bashing the hobby in and of itself. I'm saying I didn't enjoy it. I didn't have the people around me. The hands-on part of it, regardless of what I was building, was always fun. I mean, it's uh, what do you enjoy if you're if you're deriving pleasure from it? And I know that might sound a little strange, but go for it. You know, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Except you, Rob. Do not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh do you have experience with uh airbrushing canopies uh well this is brand new in a, in in a in and of itself so i started this as i mentioned at the beginning of the show um about a month and a half ago with regards to the kraken 700 prior to that what i did was um I think, I don't know if you guys have done it, but you, know, you go out, you purchase one, either Canamod or uh, Fizuno at the time and whatever. They had a whole bunch of Mask Pro 
Uh, and you're looking at it, and I had gone through this with Canamod, um, where you're trying to relay an image that you have in your head on a website order box as to what you would like to have, unless it's stock or one of their stock models, right? Right. So if you go in and you pick something off the shelf, they already have the masks and they're going to spray it. It'll be exactly the same as what you see. But if you want something that's specific going, I want, you know, this skull or this flame or this color or what have you, then what you're seeing in your head and to put it forth makes it very, very difficult for these individuals to copy. And generally, it doesn't come out exactly the way you want to see it. So what I did was I had started uh, and said, look, I got three, four, five canopies sitting there per, per bird and went, wow, let me take this on. I'd like to have this and just pulled out a canopy and uh, went through the process uh, youtube's research whatnot um have some artistic ability is baseline i know i saw chris and his truck which impressed the hell out of me i went okay i realized it was a hand hand done job so and again that sounds wrong hmm okay but i mean uh, <laughs> is what it is <laughs> hey what was that? I said it is what it is. Yeah, yeah no, no. But, it doesn't but again, matter as long as it comes out good. That's. But that's it. When you walk, I walked by. I realized when I looked inside inside his truck, and I seen the the, the splatter because he did like a splatter paint job of the red, white, blue, uh, red, white, black on the dash. I went, that's hand done, right? So you get to recognize some of that. And back to the canopy was, I said, look, I want to do something different. I don't want to order something because these companies are no longer. They're no longer there, so it's not as popular as it was, and it will cost me a gazillion dollars. I said, I got these that are collecting dust. Pulled one out, and I'm going, what's the worst thing that can happen? And the worst thing that can happen is, you know what? Um, I sand it down and restart. Eventually, I'll get it, I'll get it right. And uh, that's how it started. And um, I just finished the, like I said, the Kraken 700 that I nicknamed Bubbles. I think I sent a shot to uh, uh, Gucci seen it on... on, on uh, on one of the one of the pages, I believe. Oh, I look cool. I mean, as long as it 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 comes through the way you want to come through, yeah. right? Because it's tough sometimes to like transfer what your vision is into words for somebody else to receive those words and come up with the idea, right? Or put it into you know practice. Absolutely, and I, I I'm I'm not yet sure if I pop this in the air whether it's going to be. Um, what the visibility is going to look like. So it's a little bit on the darker red side, but uh, we'll see. I'm gonna, I should be putting it up in the air actually tomorrow. I'm going to the field and uh, we'll see what that looks like. That's very awesome. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So do you go ice fishing? <laughs> <laughs> I love to fish. Ice fishing is, a, is soccer. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you got to, because I've, I've had boats, I've had two or three boats in my lifetime and, and fishing has been a part of uh, my, my youth, my dad, again, with my, my buddies, um, ice fishing. I don't get, I've done it. Yeah. But I'm going, okay, why am I, it's minus 35 outside. Yeah. You know what? I want to go sit on a block of ice, put my balls on a stool and hope I get a fish that has no action whatsoever because he's 
fucking balls freezing too. You pull him out of the hole and he, freeze, <laughs> and he freezes into a brick in 30 seconds. <laughs> the, hole, the hole is three inches wide. You're going, where's the fun? It, like, there's no fight, nothing, zero. You're have, sitting, you, it's, have you not seen Grumpy Old Men? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's about the fishing as much as it is the beer drinking and the, you know, hanging out in your little shack. Yeah, but like, again, fishing, the regular fishing, hanging out, yeah, with the buds, absolutely, but why Why not just wait for the summer? There's some, There's other shit you can do in the winter. <laughs> you know, go see a hockey game, man. You know, like, have the beer and at least you're comfy. Why am I going to sit outside? My, don't forget, it's in Canada. It's minus, right. You get down to minus 32, dude. It's, in, it's ballistic. Yeah. No, sure. not going to happen. Pass. <laughs> and you're, there's no, you don't, you don't cast. You don't troll. You just sit there and you stare at a stick in a hole in the mm-hmm. ice, and you you just wait. Like it's <laughs> it's slow. It's slower than watching grass grow, dude. Are you kidding? It's like making love after marriage. Yeah, and, I love it. No, but it's true. Okay, have any of you guys ice fished? No, I do every yeah. winter. Do you Are really? You? Yeah, it's boring as shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not making it up. Look, if you're doing it for food and you're going to you, whatever, and to your point, you say, you know, sit out with the boys and it's a reason to drink. Well, not, not a problem. Uh, you know, more power to you if that's how you're going get, to get together. Not an issue. But from a fun perspective, I'd rather go out. We go on, I go on a fishing trip every year with the boys and it's, you know, hands down. That's what it is. You're on the boat. You're chatting. At least you're comfy, man. Like, I don't know. Sure, pass. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> All righty. So, do you eat Canadian bacon or real bacon? <laughs> All right. So, there's really no difference between the bacon, but yeah, Canadian bacon. But there is also a Quebec bacon, which is called Griade. So, next time you come down, and I'm not even shitting you, it is side bacon. It's... It's got its own spice. It's not smoke, but it's definitely it's pork, dude. How can you go wrong, right? Mm. Sign me up. I'm All ready. Right. Well, yeah. I'll have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's let's get. I mean, we talked a little bit, Heli. We talked about canopy airbrushing and RC, but let's get Heli specific. Let's get into it. And yeah, so how long have you been flying? You know, Heli. So the heli's probably it's going on eight or nine years now. Um, I've been uh, I started it with it's actually my brother-in-law. So I'm going to go take a step back uh, again. My dad and I RC since a very young age, and helis even then um, were the um, nice, but damn it, not going to happen. Way too expensive. And back shelved it. I never really followed it more than that. And I parked RC after the cars for multiple years until my brother-in-law uh, picked up one. I think it was a SEMA 107. Is that it? Those little uh, coaxial uh, jobbies? I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I never heard of that one. Oh, it, tiny. Dude, micro coaxial, kind of like the air hogs business. Okay. But SEMA 107, and never knew about it. He picked it, I think it was like a $20 bird, and got to his place, and he said, you know, take a look at this. I looked at it and literally went, 
you got to be shitting me. This is going to be a fucking joke, right? <laughs> it's going to be like, what the hell is that? Again, I was out of RC for probably about 15 years before that. But Helly's was always the, you know, untouchable. And I thought it was going to be literally a joke. He put it up and he said, watch this. He put it up and I went, that was it. Hooked. I said, I got to get myself one of these. And that's it. Because it was literally, you know, the uncharted territory going, oh my God, it's doable. Technology has come, whatever. And this is going back, like I said, about nine years. And that's where it started. Uh, Picked up. They didn't have any more where he bought it. And then I picked up an Air Hogs from Walmart. Coaxial. (laughs) And that that was the start of the uh, the addiction yeah needle in the arm like you guys say well we actually kevin said this a long time ago when i started and it's like we call it the gateway drug right because <laughs> that's just the start right that's just yeah. to get you opened up to helis and then you buy one of those little things and next thing you know you got a 700 sitting there like what am i doing <laughs> what <Yeah>. just happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's 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 exactly it. Yeah, because it's it started literally uh, pink, purple, same, same. Cut, copy, paste. Where you're going? But I, you know, um, put it up in the air and went, okay, wow. And I still have that feeling today, regardless of the size. Put it again. That sounds a little wrong when you say that the size doesn't matter. But <laughs> put it up in the air and you're going, wow. You know, just still impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So what uh, helicopters do you currently have in your fleet? Uh, too many, kind of like you. But um, <laughs> um, So right now, from bottom up, I have, I don't know how many nanos just for dicking around in the house. I have an M1, an M2 that I fly in front of the house because I need a little bit more room. Climbing up, I have my first 450L, which is still on the wall. Then uh, I have a CFX 180. The, the Nano and the 180 still haven't I haven't flown in probably about two years now, but they're still there. Um, 450. Then I have a Gowie X5, a Drake 570. I got two, so I bought one which is built, and I bought another one because it was on sale just for the parts. And I said, you know what? It's going to be less expensive for me to buy a buy a kit and leave it sit there i got everything it'll be less expensive uh kraken uh 700 bubbles and i have a spare <laughs> one of those which is, I, for the same reason uh that one i actually picked up for 700 bucks 800 bucks canadian so literally 50 percent off new in box same reason something if i blow something or whatever well i got a spare um and uh a line seven seven hundred x that's awesome that's that's a nice spread yeah yeah i fly them all with the exception of the the smaller blades right now so m1 m2 all the way across the board x5 the only one no actually i haven't flown the 450 in uh, quite some time so say from the gowie x5 uh constant yeah so you either go into M- M1, M2, or big? Correct. Yeah. Five, 550 and up, right? Correct. Yeah. So the M1, M2, I like it for, like I said, around the house. So I can fly it up and down my street. It has the, capabil- it has the capabilities. It has the stability and that feel that's really 
Um, you know, if I go to the park, I take the M2, which is just down the street. And then the other ones are when I go to one or the other field. So either Club Crash and or um, one that's just shy of the border that we were talking about the other day. Nice. Well, I got a bad feeling about this next question based on what you went over, but uh, nitro or electric? You're right, Scott. Your thought <laughs> is correct. No, no, electric. All, all electric. Plug and play. Nothing against. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. I, I, you know, guys, guys that crash, they have. Uh, there's, there's some nitros and uh, there's a gasser, a couple of whatever, and every time. I think it's probably my impression. So two reasons why I stick with electric. One, every time I see a guy with a nitro, it's always he's spending 15 minutes trying to get it started or trying to do something with it or it's not working properly or he brings it back to the branch after 30 seconds. And I'm not a big gas guy. So when I say gas guy, it's just the 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 motors and yeah, no. I like the plug and play. I put it in, put it out. And again, I know that sounds wrong, but <laughs> it, it, work, it, it, it works for me. Just hanging out with the wrong dudes is all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I was tempted to pick up a gasser at one point, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm fearful of, you know, like, I drive, I, I drive it in. I know what has to get done on the electric. And the nitro or the gas, just because of the, uh, the motor aspect of it, kind of drags me down a little bit going... You know, piston rings and all this business. I just don't play in that that, that field, so it'll it, it would all be new to me. So uh, pass. Our, our... Thank you for joining the show. Uh, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Isn't Darren Weeds also same same mentality? Yeah, it yeah. must be a Canada thing. Mm. Must be. I think it is because when I was a. I think it is a uh, like a Canada thing because when I went to Club Crash, I don't think anybody flew a nitro or a gas when I was there. That we're gonna have to change this next year is gonna be an interesting year if we show up. But there's Mike Mike Sermon there that at the club. He has a gasser. Nick uh, Nick, Nick Papagianis there that you uh, you saw. He was throwing it down. He he has nitros, but eh, they always. Uh, I think it, it's just the again. Um, speed of getting it up in the air and you know less complications or at least i'll say less perceived complications i don't know whether or not it's it's factual or not but uh that's my impression of it and that crash just because of the uh, we got all the the outlets and whatnot so the power is there you don't need a generator and blah 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 it makes things a lot much a lot a lot easier so yeah well here's the deal like i i look at like nitros a lot of times is like once you get one that's running good you don't you don't touch it like i don't even like at times i don't even like clean it like i just shut it down at the end of the day i plug you know the pipe i know that might sound wrong i plug it <laughs> so you clean I, it you clean it and then you and then you plug it. okay no i don't clean it i just literally just leave it all slimy you know goo, <laughs> and i just place it you know, on top of a plastic you know tub that i have downstairs in the basement in the hobby room and then i bring it back out to the field next time because every time you touch it you might mess something up and you're right you know it could be a 50 50 chance it's going to start next weekend you know yeah so yeah it's, it's 
Nitro is, is good when you have it running. It brings you back. Like, once you have a good running one and you go fly, you're like, mm-hmm, that's why I do Nitro. And then, you know, there'll be a weekend where you go Saturday, it runs great. You go Sunday, and it's like, Tabernacle Chris. <laughs> you know? Oh, well done. I like that. You know? So, yeah, it's, it's not for the faint-hearted. That's, what, that's for sure. The nitro runs good. It's amazing. If it doesn't run good, you want to throw it against the wall. Yep, you got to, you know, say Chris's name. Yeah. And mm. to, to, to your point, Chris, I think that's part of it. And it's the frustration where I'm going, you know, nine to five, Monday to Friday, I got enough grief and stress in my life. I don't need more when I go to the field and I want to relax. True. <laughs> It's, it's, I want to get there and fly. I just want to put it in the air. I want to see the bird. I, even if it's just a hover, don't give a shit, but get it in the air. And if I have to dick with it for like 20 minutes, it, then it takes, it, it would take away from the enjoyment and would be, to your point, a frustration. So if I can avoid it, and like I said, it's perception. I don't know. That's the way I see it. No, you're not wrong. It's not perception. It's facts. All right. So. Do you have any sponsors? No, I no no. Um, no, <laughs> but don't really know if I'm uh, if I'm if I first. I don't think I fly good enough for that. As far as that goes, ambassador for the hobby for the hobby. Hell yes. Uh, I think my biggest um, quality in terms of the, ho- the hobby in and of itself is uh, just pay it forward, do whatever I can, uh, help people out, the clubs, but sponsorship, no. All right. Um, so you mentioned two clubs, right, that you yep. usually go to. How many active pilots would you say you have between those two clubs of Heliwise? Heliwise, at the, well, I'm the president of one club, the one that's shy of the border, and there are two Heli pilots, myself and another gentleman. Everybody okay. else is gliders or plankers. Okay. Uh, Gooch, uh, at Club Crash, um, I believe the membership is up in the 30s um, okay. of active members, and that's exclusive heli. So it's nothing, nothing but heli. Um, I remember when I signed up at Crash uh, three, three years ago, um, walking in, and I actually told Stefan, I said, in the first... 30 minutes at the club, I spoke more helicopter in a half hour than I did in the previous three or four years at my club. It's just, it's phenomenal. When you can sit down with a bunch of guys that understand the addiction, understand the hobby, and what are your struggles? What are you going through? What do you need help with? Do you have this? And it's phenomenal. Uh, you know, you have Stefan, you have Nick, you had uh, Louis, myself, Pierre, uh, guys that are there, some that don't, some that don't wrench. Um, there's guys at the club, active members with multiple birds and they, you know, they'll give it to Nick to fix, or they'll give it to me or Stefan to fix going, do you mind? Uh, and it's all going, yeah, let's, let's, let's get it done. Why? Because, you know, they love to fly. So. It's it's wonderful. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have any experience running events or being a CD for an event? So now that I know what a CD is, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the compact disc. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so running 
running events, yeah. So I, I've I've run a couple of fun flies at my uh, my other club. Uh, again, they were general as far as that goes. Even within my 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 role, uh, there's charitable events, walk for kids, uh, walk so kids can talk, and you know all of this business where uh, running casino events and all this kind of stuff on a different scale. Uh, but uh, and my involvement in uh, the last fun fly there, the uh, club crash 2022. So yes, uh, it's fun. It's a ton of work, but getting to the end, realizing that everybody's had a great time and it's something that they enjoy, uh, really makes it worthwhile. Uh, so absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So from your point of view, do you see the hobby declining or do you see it maintaining maybe a little bit of growth? Like how do you see the hobby? So especially from like a Canada standpoint, like what's yeah, like we know how it is in the U.S. Like how is it in Canada? So I can only talk to my own experience, and at my club, um, the one shy of of uh, uh, of the border, I'll say there are people that are interested, and having come through it, uh, the support other than Club Crash is hard to find. So there was a boom. That we had seen all of us. I think it was very similar, Canada or US. But um, I'd have to say it's right now after the decline, it's stable and probably increasing a little bit. Um, and I think the, as we move forward, it will grow. But for the time being, I think it just kind of leveled off for your true heli pilots and heli crowd. So who is there? Your your needle and arm folk are still there. Yeah, so it's like the US. Yeah. Bingo. So over the years that you've been in the hobby, what's what's kept you in the hobby? Like what what keeps you coming back? So I'm going to sound like an old girlfriend, and I know it's going to sound wrong before I say it because it's hard. Um, <laughs> I love. <laughs> I Chris, love... Jonas, Jonas, you got it. <laughs> I, I I love the fact there was coming back to the you know the the, the original uh, starting with the coaxial learning to hover, um, getting any kind of control, buying my first, and I'll never forget, thinking that moving from the, the 107 to the Air Hogs, then a Wakira, then the CPX, which was like a fixed pitch, then I moved to our, my first uh, collective, MCPX. I took it off on the kitchen table, thinking that it flew like the CPX, and learned in 30 seconds that it wasn't. It's no, but you don't know, and that's back to my point from before: is going. There's there was no one. You, I was learning on my own, but I loved it. It was right. like, okay, well, now I need to take it apart. And the fact that you have to work on these helis and go, how does this work? Because I've never had to pull one apart before. So all of a sudden, okay, well, I don't have this tool. I need to get that. How do you do this? How do you do that? My first four fifty was the the dominator and but that's a kit so all i'm following yes it's a build my first build but you got to kind of work through it and you're following instructions because everything's included they tell you how to set up the esc and blah 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 and all that business comes with the flight everything's there 3gx you're just following the instructions mind you it's hard to read that friggin twinglish but you get through it right then you move to something like the Gowie X5, where you have to start to select components. And you're going, 
I don't know. Right? Everything came with the other kit. What do I need to go? Like, what amperage? I don't know. And you have to start to search and all of that business. So that difficulty and challenge after challenge, even to this day, back to the airbrushing. I've never done it. Okay, well, let's do it. It's everything about it is a challenge which makes it fun. Mm-hmm. It's true. And that is what keeps me going. I, it's not RC cars. Left, right, stop, go. It's, there's always something. And I, it's phenomenal. Like there's not a day where I'm going, you know, what am I going to do now? I either, if I crash it, I, I'm happy, sort of, because I got to put it back together again. So it's given me something to do and then, you know, troubleshooting. Okay, well, what's, how come I have this? How come this is not working? You need to balance your blades. What? It's, it's wonderful. It's a constant and evolving something to do. And that's what I love about it. And to this day, I can take off any fucking bird and it sits in front of me and I go, damn, that's sweet. From M1 to the 700, yeah. you just sit there and it can, it can just hover in front of me and I'm, I'm going to be in awe. I know exactly why it's doing it, but it still impresses the shit out of me. Right. It's wonderful. Yeah. Totally understand. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My wife looks at me that way when I do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, do, you do the dishes? In awe? <laughs> in awe. I don't say I'm good at it. Yeah. He messes up on purpose so she doesn't ask him to do it again. That's <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But yeah, speaking about progression, uh what's your pilot progression been like through the years? So I, I kind of touched on it a little bit where um there was no support. So the support and that's not a slag on anything other than um didn't know it existed. There was nobody around. None of my buddies uh, wanted to or were interested in it. And so it's been the slow progression. You know, I went through the, the birds from micro all the way through and literally followed all of the, the steps that some people say, don't do, start the 700. I enjoyed the progression that I have. And I think that that's part of it is you have to pick or do what's right for you. And what's right for you may be lack of knowledge. But if it works, then it works. So my progression has been literally just following the curve coaxial to fixed pitch to collective and um, slow and steady. And I don't set myself those hard line, like like I said, I don't stare at Chris and go, I want to be Chris, although it's impressive to watch, but I know I'm not going to get there not what I'm looking to do. So I just um, slowly, if I see a move I like, uh, one of my pilots that I enjoy is Timo, Timo Wetland? Wetland? I'm not quite sure yeah, what yeah. is. Yeah, Timo, mm-hmm. yep. That slow and smooth kind of fluid type of uh, flying, and I'll see a move, and I am like to every year pick a maneuver or something that I'm going, you know what, I can tie that into my style, low head speed, and see if I can make it work. Um, that's sort of what it's been. Every year, it's slow progressions and go, you know what, I want to get to this stage. I want to work on the transitions. I want to work on backwards flight. I want to work on inverted flips, funnels, uh, whatever, but it's all that slow and smooth business. So 
Um, to this day, I know uh, maneuvers that uh, have been challenging or that, that, that I consider challenging are whatever my next move is. So I don't say I want to be able to do pyro flips. That's not it. Uh, it's truly, I had seen and I actually used um, in the club crash event, uh, Nick and I buddy box with him um, to see or to actually do a maneuver that I saw in a video. And I, I could do it on the sim, but I used Nick as a safety net and said, you know what? Stand there and let me do it live. Um, and that's kind of what I do. I look for one maneuver or one thing that I can do on the sim that I can add to my present routine, which is slow and steady, but it works. And that's kind of the way I, I move along. Right. What maneuvers are you working on right now? Well, the one that I did with Nick, I'm trying to perfect. And and again, I wouldn't. I don't know what the name of it is. It's basically, um, I don't know what maybe Chris would be able to tell you if he if if he remembers. Is I'll come. I do um, like pirouetting circles, going reverse, sort of like figure eight. Then I'll flip it over, inverted towards me, pop it up, and then what I did with Nick was as I push away. I'm doing two pyros and then bringing it down. So it's just to kind of keep it smooth. I don't know if that if there's a name for it necessarily, hmm. but that's one that I'm trying to smooth out and then add back into a routine so that the transitions look nice. And rather than just stop, next move, stop, next move. Right. Right. Transitions. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like. Can. Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to do a smoother transitions, le leading maneuvers into other maneuvers. That's exactly it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I think I know I'm working on transitions. So I just started where I do like a backwards inverted hurricane clockwise. And then once I come across in the center, then I'll do the aileron or funnel. And so I'm coming back and very tail down. And when I cross in front of me, then I actually go from tail down to a nose down funnel on the other side. So it's just, just smooth transitions. It's a killer. I know I'm struggling with that stuff too. Right? Go ahead. Well, one thing that I, I, I had done at least uh, last year was draw out the maneuvers that I was looking to do and say, okay, well, how am I going to move from here to here? And I found that, that that helped me at least target my training when I was on the sim. So I would draw out saying, okay, I'm going to start here. I'm going to go this way. I'm going to do this move, this move, and then I'm going to transition into this and then mm. work through it on the sim. But drawing it out on paper helped me, number one, uh, plan the um flight plan the practice and know exactly what i'm looking to do so that when i started i had a path that i was going to be following rather than just moving sticks around and going okay let me try it now it's forcing you to follow a pattern like step one step two step three and going here you go hmm interesting scott yeah, you start doing that yeah scott i think scott was a big proponent of this where on the sim he would say take the maneuver and break it into pieces like entry yeah, couldn't figure yeah. out the whole thing, figure out what other maneuvers comprise that more complicated maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So let's talk, you know, you, you got more, you're even more involved into the heli hobby 
not just being a president or, you know, uh, organizing events or helping out with events like the club crash, but you actually do a little bit of uh, writing for a helicopter slash, you know, drone type uh, magazine, right? That is correct. Yeah. It's been about um, since 2014 that I've been writing for what was only Rotor World. So the title of the magazine was Rotor World, and okay. now it's Drone Zone Rotor World. Um, I started, and again, I'm backing myself up into uh, my youth, but my dad used to be a regular subscriber to RC Modeler, if you're familiar with the, uh, with the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It used to be on all the, the magazine racks, or if you went to Books a Million or whatever. Bingo! You always had the the bikini model holding some airplane, and yep. you know, you're going. It's it's youth early porn is what that was. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So, but I would read that book cover to cover. My dad would read. I'd read his leftovers, going, "Okay, you know, you can have it now, Mike." And um, I enjoy paper. I know it's going to sound bad. I'm going to have these uh, eco eco friends or eco people getting all over me, going go electronic there's something about picking up a magazine walking to timmy's or wherever sitting down and going cover to cover uh the electronics you know the 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 tablets the phones yeah it works but it has a tendency to be very spot specific so you're going to go in you read what you want to read just the title and skim through it and you're out so it forces you to slow down and i and i and i love that uh, I had subscribed to several magazines, and then at one point, uh, they all started going just electronic. Again, makes sense, both from a cost perspective and, you know, the subscribership dropping. Uh, and Rotor World was the only paper copy that remained. So I subscribed to the magazine, it's a UK magazine, and um, I literally, it's a little OCD, kind of like when I started to listen to your shows. Um, I think I started, you know, at 10 or 12 or 15, or I'm not quite sure, and then went, shit, and then went back to number one. So when I pick up a book or a magazine, it's literally cover to cover, editor's notes in the whole nine yards. Long story short, editor had put in going, give us your suggestion. What would you like to see? Kind of like what you guys do for the podcast. So I wrote him an email and said, I'd like to see, you know, anything other than just a review and how great whatever model you're reviewing is because there never seems to be, or there never seemed to be a negative side to it because there's some promotion aspect to it or what have you. Um, so what I did was I said, you know what? Yeah, I'd like to see this. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see this. And I put in, uh, put in the email. He said, wonderful. Thank you. And I said, you know what? I wrote him back two days later and said, all right, let me, uh, what would you say if I gave a shot at writing one of these? And he said, absolutely go for it. And that's how it started. So the first oh. one that I put in was uh, tidying up your 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 heli wiring, and then it's all the stuff that I started to work on that I told you before was hard. Hmm. I'm going, what were my cha- What's my challenge? What am I doing now? My airbrushing is one where I am today, and I went, you know what? That's my last article, so it's going to be published, I guess, in the next uh, should be in the next uh, the next release. And it's my learning process. How did I? How did I do it? What did I do? Where did I go? Where did I get the information? Um, I do the legwork. And for the people who like to read through a magazine, or you can get the the um, uh, the magazine electronically as well. 
but it gives you that old school feel of going, wow, everything's in one place. Uh, try and clear up some of the stuff that just you don't see, you know, buying used. Uh, should I modify this or not? You know, in the old uh, links and micro heli days and whatever. And that was a question that I asked. I'd see it on the forums, you know, should I buy this or should I buy that? And you get 75 different answers. And I, I came out just as confused as when I went in. So try and clear up stuff and work through or provide information to someone on how I did something or what I am doing now and the end result, good or bad. That's, that's how it started. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I, I mean, it shows that, you know, like you don't want to like figure out stuff and just kind of hold it to yourself. Right. And be, well, I've been doing this for 50 years. Right. You, you actually are sharing your experience. It's what exactly, you're learning, you yeah, know? it's it's exactly it, Gucci. Because as I mentioned before, my what I found to be my biggest challenge when I started was I had no one that I could ask a question to. We didn't have a club. Uh, I didn't know about Club Crash. I it's just who do I ask? Just Google. What do you? How do you lubricate your uh, one-way bearing? You have eighty-five different answers. Which one is right? <laughs> no, I, I, true. I'm serious. Yeah. So you come out, it's some of it is great information, some of it may not be, but you're going, I don't know. From Vaseline to, uh, you know, name it. And that's the kind of stuff that you try and shed light on. And after all of the research and asking questions and whatnot, going, hey, listen, you get five, six, seven, ten people, you're going, okay, well, that's the way I'm going to go. It appears to be uh, the wise decision to so cut through the chase, cut through some of the fog if I can. And like I said, it comes back to it's hard. And mm-hmm. how do I share my, how do I give back? How do I give people, hey, look, you know, you're going on to um, uh, Craigslist or here in Canada, Kijiji or whatever, going, I want to buy something. What should you be looking for? What's important to know when you buy a heli? You have a new guy who comes in, he's going from uh, a blade uh, nano to, to the next size. Should I spend this much money? Should I not spend this much money? I told someone just the other day, go on, look, uh, you crashed it, don't, don't fix it, sell it. Pull out the parts that are still good. Because he said, I don't, wanna, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to fly this, but I can't sell it in its state. I said, no, you can't. But take out the sh- that you want to keep. You want to keep, you know, you got a Neo, keep the Neo. Servos are working, keep them. You're going to put them on another bird. If not, sell them. The batteries, you're, gonna, you're going to make back at least the money you spent, plus you still have parts that you can use. And it's that logic that you're sharing, which is phenomenal where you go and sometimes you just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. And it's pretty cool because, you know, it's part of why we do the podcast, too. It's not necessarily, you know, that we're telling them this is the right way, right? This is, we're kind of presenting information. This is what we've done and it, it worked for us. So you pick your, your poison, right? <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's, it's different when you present it that way versus we'll be like, no, you got to do it this way. And this is the only way that matters. You know, yeah. All we're doing, we're sharing experiences, right? And that's what you're doing, but in a 
you know, written format, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and some of it is, com- I, like, like I said, some of it is common sense and some of it is lesson learned the hard way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're going to make your mistakes. You're going, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Well, okay. How do I, how do I correct it? Or how do I, what's the alternate route? Um, mm-hmm. Buying, buying spare parts. Um, do you need to buy? Look, I talked to you about purchasing a brand new kit. It's on sale. I'm going, I drove in my Drake once and it, it cost, it, it was a rekit. I didn't know about it until I started adding up all the parts. I'm going, holy shit. Right. Now I said, you know what? I'm going to buy a second kit. You find yourself a sale and you go and it makes sense price-wise, pick it up. You're going to use, if you drive it in, worst case scenario, it's a rekit. You still got a great deal. And best case scenario is maybe you only need a, a part or two, but I don't have to pay shipping 17 times. <laughs> right. It, it, and it, it, the machine's broken. I sell a broken kit. I'll buy a, I'll buy a broken kit if the part that I need is not broken. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get a super discount. The parts that I don't need, who cares? It's not flying. I don't care. I'm just, I just want to make sure that this part or that part are there because I know that I'm going to need it. So uh, you sometimes you get yourself a super steal and you'll be able to put a whole bunch of stuff into your bag that you're going, you know what? That I can use, that I can use, that I can use, that I can use in the future. I think I have four, five, six uh, nanos. Pick them up for 25, 50 bucks or whatever the hell it is, broken. All I need is, you know, the skids. Who, who cares? It's going to cost me that in shipping and all kinds of business. So why not? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So what I'm hearing is rekit all the things. <laughs> we knew a guy that was like that. He would, uh, he would rekit his stuff, and he would just sell it for parts, and then just buy a new kit. You know, so it helped offset, you know, the cost of the new one. And that's it. it. It depends. So it what's Rekit all the time. No, like the Gowie X5, for example, that one. Ugh. Canada does not have any more suppliers. It's all out of the States. Um, mm-hmm. So I fly that one really tenderly because I don't want to crash it if I can avoid it. Uh, but if you just have to keep an eye out, you know, you get search the forums, um, take a look at Craigslist or whatever, you know, whatever your, your, your area provides in terms of um, sales. And is there something you can use? Then 99% of the time, you're going to pick it up at between 30 and 50% of ticket price minus the shipping. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, if you're like Chris, who crashes all the time, well, then any, all the parts are good. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I'm going to wow. poke you all day. <laughs> I'm going to pick you all. I'm going to poke you all day just because. It's only going to happen if I'm filming you, so you don't you have should. to worry because yeah. I'm not that close. You absolutely should. Were you filming the other day when I was doing my unknown knowns? Yes. <laughs> no, but it, when you say, when you're talking, actually, when you're talking about the knowns, was that what you were, you were um, emceeing that Nick was doing when he did the demo? That was F3C. That's okay. uh, that's another style of competition. This is like a 3D. Okay. A 3D style of competition. It's got like the knowns, the music, freestyle. Okay. I was talking about the loops and stuff that he that that Nick was doing. I I thought that's what you were talking about. I was. I didn't crash in that though. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I can say from uh, all of us here, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy hobby schedule and writing articles for 
I guess it's now drone zone, but uh, you know, if it's drone people, zone slash rotor world, drone, yeah. you get rotor world. You got to get that in there. That's, you, that's, get... <laughs> you, you, you can't, just, you know, drones. No, no, no. You, yeah. you got to get the rotor. That's that. That's the part that we care about. Right. 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 Yeah. Yep. Flip to page 16 and start there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for what you do there. We certainly appreciate it. No, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. We always get really good guests. I'm just tapping. You're just good job, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Well, very good. Yeah, well, Chris. <laughs> I will say this. You know, like, I do want to thank Chris, because really, Chris brought up you hunting him down at Club Crash, right? And I thought that was cool, cooler than, than heck, right? That you reach out to him, and then I'm like, you know, we need to bring him on. The more, the better. So we appreciate everything you do in the hobby and just the fact that you took the time to chat with us knuckleheads yeah. you know thank you very much for coming on total pleasure Seriously, mike. thank you yeah. Yeah, thank you well mike if people wanted to get in touch with you about some of this airbrushing and whatever else you've been preaching on wiring whatever how could they get in touch with you uh facebook is the best way so just look me up on there and or facebook messenger nice all right and if uh, anybody would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. And uh, again, uh, we, uh, we want to keep this new segment going. So make sure you respond to that with your questions and, uh, and we'll, we'll answer them on the show. So uh, what else we got, Gooch? Mm, look, like our Facebook, follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. No new reviews, have we? Received there, there might be, but I think we'll get to those next time. Okay. okay and thank you to it. all the people who have. I think like last month we had 20 new uh, likes to the Facebook page or something like that. So um, it is steadily growing, and we appreciate that. Yeah, definitely a huge thank you. Mm-hmm. Chris, let it rip. Shout out to the other Kelly podcasts and video personalities in the hobby, especially Bill Ann. I know. I haven't heard from my buddy Bill. He went from calling me five times a day to nothing. What happened? He got to cancel his his phone. I don't know. Maybe I made an oxy joke or something. He didn't like it. (laughs) He hit too close to home for him. Too close to home. He's waiting for that flash so he can come and see. See, Kevin. See. See. Oh, he He made it. He. he, Yeah, he crashed (laughs) his oxy five. And he made to be special clear to me that the swashplate was not bent. <laughs> he can't get mad about the, the flash because we did nothing but talk good about it last episode. We did. We did. You're right. You're yeah. Right. So screw you, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All We're right. So vicious against Bill. Gosh. Right? So Let's close the, it up. It's a New we, Yorker we just, thing. See, yeah, yeah, Jersey and New York people, they don't like each other. I mean, I don't mind New Jersey. It's where we throw our trash, you know, in New York. <laughs> but they do have, but they do, generally speaking, they have cheaper gas in Jersey. Do they? That's the only reason we go there. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't. Yeah, yeah they no. don't let you pump it yourself. Well, that's why it's cheaper, because, you know, they don't have to carry, like, $20 million worth of insurance, because knuckleheads like us don't have to pump. Hmm. Yeah, it was always it. cheaper. Like... I want to say you would get like 
thirty to forty cents cheaper if you want just you know fifteen minutes, twenty minutes to Jersey. It's still wow. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So we we love people like Bill. Just mm-hmm. keep yeah. the gas cheap. If you raise the gas price, you tell us we can't do our throw our trash there. We got problems. Peace <laughs> trees right. over. Yeah. Oh, Let's God. wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Hmm. Okay. Ohio Haley Throwdown or bust from this guy. So July 14th to 17th. Like when this episode comes out, you better start making plans to come out. That's right. Weather's looking decent. We got food lined up. We got competitions. I mean, we're even thinking about doing three competitions as we're talking here. We're just increasing wow. the number of different types of competition. So we're going to have the amateur throwdown, the, the heli drag racing, and we're even thinking doing a little bit of some auto contest. You know, I might crash, but uh, we'll be there. Okay? Hashtag Puma 2022 on 12S, 12S. I'm running both Pumas on 12S. Hmm. Let's see, what else do we have here? A little bit of <laughs> hashtag inverted autos are not my thing yet. Not quite. <laughs> Still working on those. Hashtag been flying cheap batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got you to gotta fly what you could afford sometimes. That's right. Um, this one is from you, Chris. I hate you and I like you for this one. Hashtag autos are like books. You got to learn how to read them. I'm, I'm going back to school. I'm trying. And then hashtag party till 4 a.m. So throw down, urcha, urcho. I will stay up until I literally can't stand anymore. And people know that, that I will stand by those words. And I'm out. All right. Scott, what you got, buddy? Dang. All right. Let's bring it in with the hashtag screw you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, if the lead singer of Foo Fighters shaved, he looks just like the drummer in Nirvana. Hmm. Hashtag, bitch mittens. Oh, it's back. Hashtag, lose that last 40. Mm, like that. Yeah. All right, Chris, what you got, buddy? Hashtag, I crash internationally. Hashtag, mm. assert dominance. Hashtag, Gucci made me buy a nitro. Yes. Did you buy it? Did you buy yeah, it? Yeah, I did buy it during our break. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, congrats, dude. Let's let's yeah. bring it no, up. I just made the biggest mistake of my life. Um, <laughs> you will never financially recover from it, but that's okay because we'll right. both be crying at a throwdown. Yeah, we will be. <laughs> Hashtag international man of misery. Hmm. Hashtag I don't know my known. And hashtag I've been crashing a lot lately. It's okay, Chris. It's okay. <laughs> Next time I see you, we'll, we'll have a therapy session, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to need to if this keeps up. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. All right. Uh, Mike, do you have anything to add? Hashtags, anything? Hashtag Debo Mac. Mm, yes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got hashtag know the facts. Before you produce a podcast show, usually helps. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got hashtag if it flies, it dies or desolders or unplugs or falls out of the sky. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we got hashtag 12 a.m. is my limit. We got hashtag if you crash enough, there is no need for maintenance. Hashtag. Ah. It's true. Hashtag packs are packs. Mm-hmm. And hashtag all packs crash the same like shit. 
We got hashtag rodeo is for churros. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 75 with Mike Zabo. And we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Bye. Bye. Chris, do you see the photo I just sent you with the with the Timmy's in front of you? Hold on. Like I, even, I, even, I even look lost in this photo. <laughs> I have a broken tail belt in one hand and I'm looking at the donuts like what in the world? <laughs> okay, I, I'm not slagging you, Chris, but a lot of the pictures I have of you, you're holding parts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm thinking with it. I'm serious. <laughs> Chris. Where's Kim? Kim. How's the ankle? Uh, it hurts. It hurts. Chris Still doesn't massage tendons. that shit every night? Now he's not allowed to touch it. The ankle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris, get used to hearing those words when you get married, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that you're better or getting better. That one went right over your head. You're looking at me confused. You missed that one, didn't you? Uh, we could do it right it. now, and I'll just plug it in. Sure. There you Good. go. What is hot? <laughs> one more time. What is hot? Man, you're already better than Chris. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's that's nice. it's, the it's the lack of estrogen. <laughs> Did you say the lack of estrogen? Oh, God. That's freaking great. Yeah, it's all testosterone, baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nick does this move. He, I think he's doing a hurricane. He comes out in front of himself and just does a little aileron twitch. And... I didn't realize what he was going to do. So I was filming right behind the two of these guys. And when he did that, I still like, I need, I had to burn those shorts. You don't, <laughs> you don't expect it. Like I'm not, I'm not expecting this to happen. And he's just doing this. It's just an aileron flipflip. It's right in front of him as he's coming around in the hurricane. Uh, yeah. He does that all for noise. Absolutely, but that's what caused me to stain my shorts, dude. I was, I, I thought it was, I thought it was gonna cut the top of his head off. But what the fuck? It's too late, right? And it's already gone. And it's just, to, just to fart the blades. But when he knows he's doing it, you know he's doing it. I'm filming three inches or whatever, a couple of feet behind him. And when he did it, I went, ooh, yeah, not good. How does, uh, how does my sound? You sound amazing. Are you in the garage? My head inside of a box. That's awesome. It's lined with <laughs> foam, and it has pictures of you in it with an angry face. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking...
fucking love it. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah, it's to remind myself, don't take your head out of the box. Or you'll have to deal with this. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. I should put my head in a box. So yeah, it's a uh, rotor world, and uh, now it's drone zone slash rotor world just mm-hmm. due to leadership. Yeah, I know. It, it hurts every time. Yeah, hard to say. It is. Got this uncomfortable drone to it. But there's no other magazine. <laughs> Peep. There's no. There's no. <laughs> nice. Uh, I like. Let's see. I put hashtag actually hashtag. Um, I'm back. <laughs> Hey, the question for you, Kev. Yeah. What the hell is that? Who's this? The freaking. Sorry, I was just watching one of Chris's flight videos. <laughs> wow. I thought you were having a moment. <laughs> <laughs>